Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. Roll well by Skip. And Harry Kane was already on his bike. Brilliant run. Harry Kane, goal-scoring position. You know the rest. Harry Kane's put it away. An outstanding finish. And Spurs are level. Boy Pierre hooks it forward. Doherty in behind. Bergvine! They've got it! Stephen Bergvine! 2-2 into the final moments! The substitute comes to Spurs rescue! Kane, surely not another twist. Good ball from Kane. Bergvine is in! Is he going to win the game? He is! Steven Bergwijn, I don't believe it! That is incredible! The Flying Dutchman! Two late, late goals! Hello and welcome to The Last Word on Spurs. You taking a breath yet? You even breathed yet? My God! My walls are just recovering, quite literally. Welcome to the last one on Spurs. We do hope you're keeping very, very safe and well. We've just witnessed an absolute Antonio Conte masterclass on Tottenham Hotspur. Don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Delighted to be live on YouTube. Of course, if you're listening to the show for the first time, you can find us on iTunes. We're on Spotify for an audio boom because a range of different audio platforms. We're, of course, on Twitter at Last Word on Spurs. We're on Facebook and Instagram too. And as you know by now, we're also live on YouTube. What a night to be live. What a game we've just witnessed. Tottenham Hotspur snatching a victory from the jaws of defeat. I'm delighted to be welcoming back to the show. I've got Sammy Powell, Jason McGovern and Stephen Bodkins in that right-hand corner there. Of course, Mr Cracknell himself. What a show. Where do we even start? Rich, let's start with you. Unbelievable. How are you feeling first? Have you, have you calmed down? You want me to put this in the words tonight, Rick? It's just like it's 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 the little version of Amsterdam tonight, isn't it? It's like it's it's little little Amsterdam, but like it's, it's you know, it was like ordering Amsterdam from Wish, wasn't it? It was just you know so many column inches get written about football, radio stations devoted to it, 
YouTube channels devoted to it, podcasts devoted to it, newspapers, and we write and write stuff and we pontificate and we talk about this player and that player. And then all of a sudden, a game comes along like tonight and the whole thing just goes out the window, doesn't it? It just completely goes out the window. And this is exactly, exactly what we all get into this game for. This is why we love football. This is why Fergie said, football, bloody hell, eh? It, it really is. It's just, it's bonkers. It's mad. And, you know, sometimes you just get night, nights like this and they just reignite you again. They just absolutely fire you up. And this is why you love, 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 I love football, Rick. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. It's brilliant. It's, I feel sorry for anybody that doesn't love football tonight and oh, i have to give man. a little mention to uh, 23 millimeter roadie who put a um uh, a comment up a little while ago you can forget fergie time it's now going to be called bergie time come oh, on look at that, look at that. <laughs> he's even going with eight analogies already unbelievable sammy powell back on the last one on spurs sammy my god i mean you're sitting on the sofa chilled out are you sure you are are you, are you all right you want to check the heart rate yeah, I'm, I'm far from chilled out, Ricky. I've gone from feeling like I wanted to go to bed and not wake up <laughs> to feeling like I could stay up for a week on end. I'm, I absolutely cannot believe what's just happened. Oh, I mean, I, I've done a lot of things in 80 seconds, and believe you me, my missus will tell you that. But, uh, <laughs> but I have never seen anything like that. Let me tell you, that was absolutely sensational. And and you know what? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll go into it. Harry Kane was the maker of it. Absolutely, not to the last minute looking for that pass. He is world-class, absolutely thrilling player. And that just proves you can't take your eyes off him for a second, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 80 seconds. He's a playmaker. But do you know what? Tottenham have absolutely swept me off my feet tonight. I'm buzzing with it. Absolute Ajax part two. <laughs> Brilliant. It was unbelievable. Honestly, quite unbelievable. We're going to try and compose ourselves shortly which means the composure, the calmness of the man, Jason McGovern. Jace, how are you feeling? You seem really calm. You seem like you've self-served yourself. How are you so calm? Are you calm? He's so calm, he doesn't want to speak. Talk to us, Jace. I was hoping you was coming to me first because I wanted the angry face as if I'd (laughs) turned the TV off at (laughs) 2-1. But but if if people are following me on Twitter, they know I know the score, don't worry. Uh, Tottenham get battered everywhere they go. Here we go. It is my favourite song. I just love hearing it. Just keep it coming, boys. And uh, you know, as for oh. Leicester singing, Leicester singing, it's happened again. Well, yeah, Kane scored against them. Tottenham scored in the ninety-fifth minute, and we leave there with three points. Yeah, it's happened again. What are you on about? Honestly, but, I, I, uh, I, I, wonderful, wasn't it? I mean, Swansea oh. memories of Swansea yeah. from what four or five years ago. But I mean, this was. Uh, but the one thing I will say is it was totally deserved. Mm. Absolutely deserved. Mm. Um, but I yeah. Our performance tonight was was yeah. one of the best I've seen all season. Shots yep. on target. Harry Kane, despite his shooting boots not quite being there, I thought he was magnificent through through most of the game. Um, you know, some of the people ever got him for dropping deep, but what a wonderful through ball for Bergvine's winner and his passing all night was was excellent. We thoroughly deserved the win. It wasn't a smash and grab raid or anything like that. I mean, you know, we've had about nine, ten corners. We've had 60-odd percent possession. Yeah, we've had yeah. 10 shots on target, 20 shots in the game. I mean, we thoroughly deserved to win yeah. the game. But when you win it like that, oh. my God, isn't it sweet? I mean, Bergvine's equaliser was 
thank God, we thoroughly deserve something from the game. But to then yeah. go and win it and, mm. and, you know, just amazing win, mate. Amazing yeah. win. I must say, let me just say, um, what a big up to the Spurs fans yet oh, again. Midweek, yeah. away they go, up mm. up the motorways, you know. Yeah. Nobody's got any money. We're all paying for Christmas still. And there they are in their thousands, like they do every week, getting right behind the team away. That's all you could hear was Spurs fans every week. And nose in that stand, it's going to live with them forever. And do you know what? They thoroughly, thoroughly deserve it because on the road, we can be a bit bobbins, can't we? From, yeah, from yeah. time to time. But these are the people that go mm. to Stamford Bridge away and yeah. they go to, oh. you know, Old Trafford away and they, they go Man City away. They know what's coming, but they still do it. So tonight, it's, it's for them. It's for them. Up and down the roads of this country or your country, because I'm not even now. Well done. Well done. That's for you. And actually, there's a, there's a comment there. And, oh, I'll, and, I'll, I'll try right, and find amongst the thousands, Jace. Hold on. Well, uh, just about Matt Doherty. He had a massive yes, impact on the game. Brilliant. Yeah, he did. Know, he did. Um, He's a different player in that. Gavin. Sorry, Gavin there on the screen. Gavin, yeah, there. He, Gavin he, you've got he, to give Doherty a shout. We will do. I mean, he was brilliant yeah, tonight. He, he came on. Yeah. He didn't get everything right, but my mm. God, he got a lot right tonight. And uh, yeah, there's a constant threat in there. There was a constant threat in there, yeah. I, I must yeah. say, there's over, there's a, this, is the, uh, this is what Spurs do to you. There's over a thousand people watching this as we speak right now, which is quite incredible. Thank you so much for all the support. I mean, I'll be honest with you, at 2-1, <laughs> I was thinking we were going to get one viewer, let alone a thousand of you. So thank you so much. I mean, it was the most topsy-turvy game you're ever going to likely see. And it was... If someone could write Spurs a script, that was Spurs. But with an ending like that, that wasn't so Spurs. But there you go. People will be shouting at me, Ajax. And like Jason said, they're, of course, the Swansea away game. But um, results of that doesn't happen to Spurs. Jamie Brown, they're up the Spurs, one of our own. Now we have Jamie with us. And we've got Talia Corran. God, they're all pouring in tonight. These last word on Spurs viewers, I tell you, look at them. They're flying through. Thank you so much for all the support from all around the world where you are. Um, do you know what, Rich? Let's start with you. Because um, Spurs now up to fifth, mm. above Above Arsenal, I can see you in the comments there. Tons of Arsenal fans above you, Mugs. Um, it's such a big win, isn't it, yeah, for the top that. four this is now? Because, you know, it's two straight wins also in stoppage time. And you yes. cannot, you know, play down the fact that, you know, you've got to have that commitment, that desire to fight for the end. And Spurs absolutely did that. And we've now won five points in stoppage time over the last two games. Isn't that the Conte yeah. character we're now seeing? Uh, not not just that. Um, my dad, that's uh, mum and dad's come out to see me here in Lanzarote. My dad made a, a great point. He said it's fitness. It doesn't happen under Nuno. It doesn't happen under Jose because we just wasn't fit enough. And now the fitness is up. And if you start winning games late like that, it's fitness. It's uh, primarily fitness, and then the desire and the passion. To go and go and get that win, to turn it round, to just to just nick it, you know whatever happens, that's now three points. That's massive, and don't underestimate the the power uh, on our mentality that this could now have going going in, into Sunday. It's massive. It's a massive. You know, even Brendan Rogers said, "I've got to try and pick my players up after this." So if the opposition manager's saying that. You can flip it 180 and say, now I've got to try and bring my players down. But you don't want to bring players down as such. You want to take, tell them, bottle that, take it into Sunday. 
And it is, it's a massive, massive win. More than just the three points, the performance, the desire, the commitment, the fitness. You can just begin to see the Conti DNA and blueprint coming through now. It's a point I made on the group earlier. Mm. The, yeah. the patterns are played at Conte's plan, the style of football. What he's asking these players to do now is brilliant. We just, as we've discussed, you know, I, I don't even want to try and bring any negatives in tonight. But, no. you know, to go back to other shows, if we bring in those players of a better calibre, we all know who the ones that need to, that need to go. Get yep. rid of the bang average. Now bring in better players and play that with that commitment. This is why... This is why he won the title with Chelsea. This is this is what he does. So you mean, you mean crackers? You want to sell Bergwijn and Doherty after that? <laughs> <laughs> you can't there, do that. There, there you go. The Conte effect that. again. Winks tonight. I mean, how much of a yeah, monster was, in his head on here and everywhere really well. across social media? Brilliant. Doherty tonight. Brilliant. Bergwijn when he came on, when he came on, and you know, it's no Harry was looking for Son. All evening, wasn't he? This is why yeah. he was hitting stupid 30 yarders, yep. Yep. really, because he had no sign. Was it? it, it wasn't there that for him. And all of well, a sudden, Bergvine comes on, you know, it, it, like the Lidl's, talking the Lidl's Amsterdam, he's the Lidl's Sonny, isn't he? He's come on and he played in the Sonny role. Now Kane's got the outlet, but he normally gets with Son. Bang. Thank you very much. Three points. Good night. It's, yeah. it, you know, it's not, not brain surgery, is it? And thank God we had Bergvine to come on rather than Oil Boy. We don't oh, don't today. start. We're going to come on to Oil Boy. Oh, agenda bender. Hello. Agenda. Here, here we go. Here we go. Well, I've got, I must say very quickly, um, you know, come around to you, Sam. For, for all the negativity that's been over Spurs recently with that Carabao Cup defeat to Chelsea, and let's be honest about it, um, I think these 19 days of the transfer window, I know they've driven Jason McGovern nuts. I think they've driven, obviously, fans like me nuts that do feel the club needs to improve, needs to be reinforced in certain areas. But, you know, Spurs now, we have to remind us for some perspective, we are still unbeaten now in nine Premier League games under Antonio Conte. And, you know, look at it now. We are we are peeking over the shoulder, peeking over the shoulder at the top four. And you just think now, just go and back the man, give him what he needs, give him what he wants, because there's now a genuine chance of finishing in that top four. And we've got games in hand to do it. I wasn't saying that, I'd tell you, at 2-1. Yeah, well, we weren't saying that at 2-1, were we? And, I mean, not to be negative, but I think every one of those points that's been won or earned are the manager's points, not the players. He, he's he's put them in particular positions. He's given them that drive and passion to get where we are today. But, you know, unbeaten. I must admit, you know, Ricky, I was looking at the squad tonight and thinking, and I, and I know, by the way, this is the last word on Spurs, not the last words on Leicester. But if that ever does get created, then all rights go to Ricky Sachs. But, <laughs> but I was looking at Leicester and thinking, I would like James Madison slot in where Hobby is. And, you know, I was looking and thinking, where this player, these players without our key players will be playing Charlton Athletic in, in, in two seasons. They're not strong enough. They're not. But what he does is he gets that extra ounce from it. He gets that. He just pushes them forward. Skippy even, who is absolutely coming into his own, was was getting forward and he and he was orchestrating that. He was making the players do what they do. That you know, Doherty being where he is, that move, what a different player. Unbelievable. You know, and, and the players that I've, there's a comment now I was just about to say it. Sammy, it's great mm. they're responding to Conte too. That's exactly what's happening. And I yeah. do think I do say this. I don't want to be repetitive every time I'm on the show. 
but it is this is the best of not a great punch. But Antonio Conte is is making it work, you know. Yeah. But I would I'd love players like James Madison in the Tottenham squad, and I, I've 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 been I've mentioned that six months ago. You know why he's not in England? What you know? I'd have him at Tottenham, and I look at players like Hoiberg, and people always go on, "Oh, the passion, passion." The players have got to show passion. Yeah, they've got to show passion, but if they haven't got that skill, like Hoiberg, he's got passion. He's a very passionate player. He, to be honest, he hasn't got skill set it takes to be in that Tottenham Hotspur squad. And when you look back, not to be retrospective, but you look back at the Modric and the, and, and and especially Christian Eriksen, the heartbeat of the club at one point. You know, mm. pulling the team together. We're, yep. we're miles off in that mid midfield. Um, but I must say, the job is being done incredibly well. And dare I say, and it's so cliche, it's a masterclass from Antonio Conte. Yeah. No, I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, like I said, Robert says on the screen that even if he'd lost tonight, I would have felt good overall with that performance. Darty over Emerson shows how even an EFL level right wing back will help us. So I don't know if he's referring to... Uh, Adama Traore there for you, Jace. We'll come on to that in a second, but um, I don't want to rattle the cage early. But I must ask you, Jace, you know, to go from seconds of nearly a defeat to then a huge win in this race for the top four, I don't think anybody could have scripted this at 2-1 down. So, you know, this is the same group of players that we've in the past said have failed Jose Mourinho. They failed Ryan Mason. They failed Nuno Espirito Santo. They failed Pochettino. Is Conte getting more out of this squad than you imagined so far based on the Premier League? Or do you think, again... Hold caution. The teams we've faced, you would have expected those results so far. Uh, well, tonight's the tonight's the one result, I suppose. Although I did fancy us to win there, uh, and I, our performance thoroughly deserved to win it. We'll have a better answer Sunday. You know, we got all excited and and uh, you know we're, we're bigging it up, and then we played Chelsea and got comfortably beaten. Now we're all up again tonight. We have to go and show that spirit. We have to, most most importantly, you have to go and show that mentality because, you know, we've seen with Brighton, Chelsea are there if you get at them. There was a little period in that game in the second leg at Tottenham where we got at them and we're on top of them. You can't get at Chelsea. So let's go there. Let's play in that way like we have done for the 90 minutes tonight because we were a better team for 90, we were a better team for 97 minutes tonight. That's for sure. We thoroughly deserve the win. We have to go and take that to Chelsea. And if we do that at Chelsea, show that character, show that ability to play, then I'll start to to, to maybe agree with with everything you say. But at the moment, let's just let's just calm ourselves down. We have to do it at Chelsea in those big away games before you yep. know it's turned. It's all yep. right to say we've gone to Leicester one. We went to Leicester one four two under Ryan Mason to deny him yep. a Champions League place. So. You know, let's let's wait until we've done it in a really big one, and then we can start to to sing from the rooftops. Ricky, yeah. can I just say what 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 Antonio Conte has done for me is not bring the best out of the players that are moderately average, and that's no disrespect to anyone playing for Tottenham. What he's done is he's he's brought people like Harry Kane back to best. That doesn't happen very regularly with key key strikers. You don't if you lose your form, you lose your way. Kane looked like he'd lost it. And that's no secret. What he's done to Harry Kane, he's revitalised him. Kane, yeah, OK, he didn't have his shooting boots on, as, as, as you said earlier. But he is—he looks like he, he wants to be there. He looks switched on. He's running for everything. And that passed through to Stevie at the end. I mean, come on. I mean, I know he's going to get all the praise. He's, he's, he's Bergwin for that. But 
wow, Harry Kane for me was the man of the match. Um, it, honestly, yeah. I thought it was unbelievable tonight. Yeah. And Antonio Conte's done that for him. You know, jo- Jose Mourinho, the, the famous saying, you know, I'll make you the you know the best striker, and and, and I'll learn, you know, I'll I'll bet the, make the best out of you you've ever seen, and all of this. It didn't happen. What what's happened is Antonio Conte has instilled, he's reinstilled passion back into Harry Kane. That for us is priceless. He needs a squad building round him, Kane. He really does, and yeah. you know I, I will stand by that. Um, so yeah, it's it, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely buzzing with him at the moment. I think. I think what he has done is he's installed a lot of belief back into them, for sure. And he's certainly put belief in the supporters. Um, you know, at 2-1 down, we were battering Leicester at the end, hammering at the door. And all right, sometimes you won't score the equaliser. But there's no way the players gave up at 2-1 tonight and just thought, that's that's. Uh, we've seen that in the past. We've talked yeah. them 2-1 down and the heads yep. go and you think, there it is, all over. But they just kept going and going and going. Yeah. And so that he's done, and that's why that Chelsea game was so disappointing for me, because in the two legs, it looked like there was just no belief we could ever even Mm. compete with them. And even in his comments about the game, it looked like there was no belief. So apart from those two games, and mm. that's what we must learn and not go there Sunday with no belief. At least give yourself every chance of going there. We're going to come on to it, especially the form of Chelsea are in right now. If you watch them against Brighton the other night... Is it eight games without a win in the Premier League? Yeah, I think they've one clean sheet in 11. You know, one win in seven. They're there for the taking. And again, I know we're coming off the back of uh, a Carabao Cup double defeat to them, but we should not be going there heads down. We should be going there, chests out, buzzing. Uh, Conte, after this game, said losing 2-1 would have been a great disappointment. My players showed great resilience. They didn't give up. This must be our philosophy. Don't give up and fight until the end. Who have we heard that from before, of course? Uh, a certain Maurizio. Uh, they showed a great desire to not lose the game. It was an amazing game. Honestly, we didn't deserve to lose. I think we can all agree on that. We created many chances. In many circumstances, we were very, very unlucky. In the end, my players showed great decisions. Don't give up. They showed me that great desire. I think it was amazing. And in many circumstances, we're unlucky. And I think, you know, again, on that, he's totally right. Let's come over to you, Rich. Um, Ahead of Mm. this game, always the team news is one that, as a factor, it causes controversy. There's always talking points with the team. Um, We've got to say injuries force Conte into making certain decisions for the team ahead of the game. Uh, Sergio Regulon returns to that starting lineup tonight. Conte decides on the midfield of Harry Winks to make up the midfield trio with Pierre-Emi Hoybier and Oliver Skip just playing slightly behind Harry Kane. We had Lucas Moura out on the wing and we know Eric Dyer missed that game again tonight due to injury. Hopefully, fingers crossed, he might be available for Chelsea at the weekend. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, Javit Tanganga, Davidson Sanchez, Ben Davis starting again all together. Tungi and Dombele once again missing out, not in the squad this evening. Nothing to report on him just yet. We'll check if there's any more news later on from Conte after he finishes that post-match press conference. And Stephen Bergvine, of course, we're going to come on to Stevie B in a bit, back on that bench. So that team read, Lloris Tanganga, Sanchez Davis, Emerson Skip, Winks Hoybier, Regulon, Lucas Kane, and a bench of Galini, Doherty, Roden, Sessignon, Lacelso, Ali, Bergvine, Hill, Scarlett. What did you make of the team when it came out, Rich? Well, when you looked at that, that midfield, it was a bit like going into a supermarket to get yourself a meal deal and you've picked up a bottle of water, a bag of salt, uh, ready salted crisps and a plain cheese sandwich with no butter, isn't it? It was really... Jamie Jamie Brown, who actually I think showed us that meal deal on his Twitter feed, to be fair to Jamie. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it really was, wasn't it? It was so really, you thought to yourself, 
wow, where's the creativity in that? But again, like I said on the last show, Rick, is is who's he got to choose from? This is this this is the team that he's got to play with. There wasn't much else he could do. He's not given any wiggle room, so he just has to pick what what he's got at the moment. And you know, like like we said, we are crying out for some new players, for some options, for something a little bit different. So uh, again, uh, you know, you you couldn't sit there and go, "Oh no, I think maybe him," uh, you know. On another night, Bergie doesn't get those, and then you're not saying why didn't he he start really? Who looked a sort of a natural replacement for for Sonny, you, you know? It, but as I say, on another night he doesn't score them, and then you're not saying that. But when when he came on, he looked he looked fantastic. He gave Kane that outlet. So um, yeah, it was it was it was a good performance. It it really was. I mean, you know, it was just so. Typically, Spurs in some uh, in some respects, but we just knocked on the door, knocked on the door, and then all of a sudden you're one nil down. You think to yourself, like, oh, this club, what yeah. what is it what with it this club? So, but no, that lineup was just yeah. Again, like I always say, hmm. you, you can't really nitpick. It's all he's got. So yeah. you know, but but they I, but I they gave him everything. I was di- I was disappointed not to see Ellie started. To be fair, um, you know I thought I thought he might have made a difference to the game again. I know that I'm controversial on this one, Ricky, but mm. I thought Delhi potentially would have made a, a, a big difference to the to the Do game. You know what I think he's so far away now, Delhi, from a starting place. I mean, I think no. he's only on that bench, to be honest with you, to make up numbers. But, no. Rick, you know, Rick, I think as well. I think there's some of those players that have already mm. been told. You're not got a requirement. Yeah, and I think you know, it, it, there's what just over two weeks left of the window. Well, if well, that... you thought that about uh, about Stevie though, didn't didn't we? I mean, yeah. everything I've read, I, I would have thought that his mindset would have been, "I'm going and let's stay fit." Is it that field like a locomotive? He's come on and given everything to prove that he wants to be at Tottenham Hotspur. So in my mind, he deserves to stay. You know, yeah. that's what you want. You know, he could have sat there and been like, okay, I'll come on. I'll get a few little touches, which will up my Opta stats and maybe put a couple of hundred grand on my on, on, on my feet. You know, what I, you know, and that's what a lot of players do do. He's come mm. on and gone, I'm going to fight for this. He was giving passion in the box. He got the needle in the box and had a bit of a row, didn't he? You know, and then he got up on his feet and went, all right, I'm having a bit of this and gave it back. I mean, that's, I want players like that at Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, it was I, the little glimpses of maturity tonight, Rick. Absolutely, as well. Yeah, to, towards game the end, you could, game management. The, the whole, exactly, yeah. the whole game was sort of summed up from about eighty-eight minutes onwards, and we started giving away silly fouls in areas of the pitch. You know, Stevie Stevie Bergvine has gone down. He's never getting a penalty. Up he gets, and he's given somebody a shove, and you're screaming at him. That, that's you know, that's silly. Don't do that. That's silly. You, you know, you've lost another minute of the game here now. They're managing the game out. We were just trying stupid passes. We looked a little bit panicky. But then all of a sudden, there was just that little moment of maturity and calm and wiseness and thinking about what you was doing and the fantastic ball threaded through from Kane. It's just up here. It was just, right, Calm down, just calm yep. down. Stop snatching at things. Stop giving things away. And yep. a couple of moments of blinding clarity and maturity, which is what you've got to build, you know, for for ninety seven, ninety eight minutes, not just those last few moments. And that's what wins your games. It's just that 
just calm down and think about it a little bit. And that's yeah. what I like. Two moments of that, one is the game tonight. Exactly. I've got to agree with you on that. J- Jason, come around to you. I think it was there, also, yeah, I think it was also Kane that took the ball out of the net, got it back to the centre circle. Yeah. Oh, again, that shows all the difference. But I do want to start, Jace, from, you know, the beginning for Tottenham because um, I thought we started the game ever so well with real zip, real determination, real desire. We saw Kane obviously hit the bar in the early stages, had another good opportunity as well. And then we go behind and it was a real, I would say, sucker punch because we were so dominant in that opening period. And again from Tottenham, as we've seen so much in the past, real sloppy defending that led to the opening goal. Couldn't really track any of the Leicester runners. And Daka, you know, in the end, a real simple finish for him, but so disappointing because of how well we started the game, Jace. Yeah, we started, you know, I've always called for us to start on the front foot, haven't I? And, and that's how we did, in fairness. And uh, Kane had that shot that almost got cleared off the line, didn't it, by by one player. Uh, you're right, we hit the crossbar. We, we looked, Sanchez hit the side netting when at least hit the target. Um, but but that's, that's the type of game so often happens in football, doesn't it? When one side's dominant, the other one goes down the other end, bang, first shot, goal. Um, I thought Hugo maybe went down a little bit too early for the for Dakar's goal, made it a little bit easier for him. But um, but then Hugo also made that magnificent save from uh, Madison where he turned it around the post as well. But but yeah, it was just kind of scruffy goal, wasn't it? Reggion makes a tackle and it wrong foot Sanchez and falls straight to their bloke. It's and almost like the second goal was this, was like that. But um, disappointing to go behind, but. I think when you're having that many chances and you started the game that well, and then you looked at the, the next five minutes after Leicester scored, and it, we weren't, it, it didn't look like it hurt us at all that goal. But there was no no drop off. The, the next five minutes were pretty much the same as the first 25 minutes, and so I, I felt watching it, I thought this has got good vibes to it. We're playing, we're playing well enough. We're getting chances. Uh, it's going to come. Then that Hoiberg one comes off the line. And, and I just, when the, when we eventually scored, it was overdue. Absolutely. No, I do agree. Sammy, let's come around to you. And just on that first goal, it was just the manner of how Spurs conceded. You felt Loris maybe should have done better with that shot as he could only really help it in. Uh, we had Regulon's tackle almost converting it into the path of Dakar. I mean, frustrating goals to concede. But like Jason says, we responded really well to going behind, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, responded really well. And to be honest, it was a good goal. I mean, that's, you know, always you're always quick to, I mean, I was listening to the show the other week and it might have been you, Crackers, saying, or actually even you, Jason, one of you, saying that we, you know, that all the, 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 the strikers get the credit for making all the shots, but defenders, you know what, or, or keepers, one goal goes in and it's all pinned on them. And, you know, I, I don't, that was a great goal, that. It was pretty much unstoppable, really messy at the back. And, you know, I think Sanchez made a few slip-ups during the game and I think he should have buried the header at the back post, if I'm being honest. But I think he had a good game. Um, but apart from that, Spurs came out flying. Um, the, the playmaker again, and, and I don't want to be a broken record, Harry Kane, absolutely unbelievable. And, yeah. and you know what I've started to notice is when Kane is firing like that, skip is he feeds off his energy. He's just, he wants to get forward. You know, maybe he's being told to by the manager, but he must look up to Harry Kane and think, that's a world-class striker and I'm playing with it. And I want to be on the pitch. He's clearly a talented lad. And those two, the pace of them getting forward and trying to make a difference and trying to win, get that equaliser back, you could notice it straight away. What was apparent, unfortunately, is Lucas Moura was not there 
as much as we like Lucas Moura being there because he's a superstar, I'm a big Lucas Moura fan, and, and Kane being missing. And that's when you start thinking, when that equaliser isn't coming and you start thinking, we need to strengthen the mid, you know. I'm, and I'm, I, you know, I'm always on this show saying, strengthen the back, but we just need that playmaker um, the, in, in that in the midfield to deliver the balls, you know. I watched something, Ricky, um, that, that the interview with uh, Gary Neville and um, walking on the golf course with Harry Kane, you know, it's quite an old one. I was watching it back and, you know, the, the people like to keep playing it as if to say that Kane wanted to go to City because when, when he mentioned, when, when Neville says to him, you know, who would you really want the ball coming from? What type of balls do you want to receive? And he went, De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and there isn't one player on the pitch that de would deliver one ball in two games that Kevin De Bruyne delivers six or seven times in a match. And, and we need a playmaker in midfield to support the talent we have up front because they're fighting, they're fighting for it. And we just haven't got the support with it. Um, yeah. Apart from that, the effort coming back was was brilliant, you know. Yeah, no, we, we did respond really well. Come over to you, Jason. We saw, again, uh, Spurs, Harry Kane equalising. Lovely ball, I've got to say, from Harry Winks. Lovely ball over the top. He turned in the defender inside out before slotting home at the left-hand post. That was a Harry Kane finish, wasn't it? I mean, that is Harry Kane at his optimum peak, isn't it? What a finish that was from Kane. Yeah, and how many how many goals has he got at Leicester City Stadium alone? Oh, I mean, I think it's uh, now oh. eighteen goals in seventeen games, nine goals in the last eight at the King Power. Loves nine playing in the them, last he? Eight. Loves playing them. Yeah, I, I think I saw an, another great one. That I think of Leicester's current squad, only Vardy and Madison have scored more goals at the King Power than Kane. Oh, mad. I, it's and that's I think that's an astonishing have, stat, isn't it? Also, another one: Leicester have now conceded more Premier League goals to Harry Kane than ever against Burnley. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, mental. 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 mental stats. Um, yeah, he, was, he would have been the one to back tonight when he took for a punt. I mean, when you look at the stats, he just loves scoring against them. Oh. Uh, you know, it's just, it was a typical Kane goal. You're right, the composure. And that's perhaps the one thing he didn't show a couple of other times because the, the one on one, then a few minutes later, I couldn't believe what he did with the one on one. Um, when he smashed oh, yeah. that into I mean, that, Rose Egg, you would have put your house in there after scoring that. I couldn't complete, believe it. Complete opposite to the to the goal, and and yeah. so unlike him to, you know, Schmeichel saves it. But no, I mean the, the goal was just composure. And um, how many goals went in off the post tonight? It was four out oh. of five went in off the post, yeah. didn't they? Yeah, four Indeed. to five went in off the post. Just a yeah. just a crazy night, mate. Yeah, it was crazy. I think, again, 250th appearance for Spurs Sorry. as well. I mean, coming over to you, Rich, you know, we've, we've listened, we've had a, a lot of say about Harry Kane on this mm. show. Of course we have. And listen, you've been the same as me. You know, we've, we've tried to say it as it is. But, you know, to me, that was prime Kane tonight. There was something about Kane where, you yeah. know, he was determined to not only score, but almost show that he's getting back to the player that we know. And again, I've got to give credit, Conte the credit here, like Sammy said at the beginning of the show, because he seems to have unlocked that belief in Kane again, that Spurs mm -hmm. can compete, that Spurs can move forward. And he looked up for it tonight, massively up for it. What did you make of Kane's performance overall? Playing for a manager he wants to play for, Rick. It's as simple as that. It's, you know, Again, like I say, it's not rocket science. A lot of football, these are all talented footballers. Now it's just about getting somebody to motivate them that, that they want to play for. We all do our jobs. You know, we all work for managers and that. When when I when I was working, there was managers that I would have run through brick walls for. 
and there's managers that I just wouldn't give the time of day for. And and it's as, it's as simple as that. And football's no different because it's football doesn't make that that that, that, that psychology of it any different. Um, Kane now looks a few pounds lighter than he ever has as well. And I think that's helped him. I, I, he, he looks he looks trim. He looks really trim. And I think that's helped his game. Um, you know, you see him at the end tonight. That's not mm. a man that wants to go now. No, no, he, no, was, no. he was oh, absolutely, the, the he was he buzzing. Sprint, he him sprinted and, to the way and yeah, absolutely sprinted, yeah. followed by Conte, I must add. Conte exactly. behind him as well. You know, just unbelievable you, scenes. Just, just look at his facial expression, you know, come on to the crowd. I mean, that's that's a man that's happy but wants to stay. And if you've got happy players, fit mm. players, well-managed yeah. players, you get them sort of performances out of them. Yeah. So, you know, like I've said before, I'm not having Kane as, as world-class, but if you keep putting in performances like tonight, you start to nudge into it because that ball through at the end from him was that's a world class ball through in on the ninety seventh minute, you know. Well, when you but when you start doing that in lots of games, that's when you go from like you know really really great player to to world class. It may be just me and my and my standards for for world class. He gets banded around too much. You know, I'm like a stuck record on this is saying that. But if you're doing that every week, you know, if you're doing that at the bridge. On Sunday, then all yeah. of a sudden you go, oh, hello. Like, you know, you can start maybe talking about this player being world-class. So, yeah. li- listen, fa- fan- fantastic. Kane, like I've always said, too good for us. Not world-class, but I tell you what, he's getting he's he's getting up there. And if he's happy to stay, I'm happy for him to stay if he's playing like that. He was magnificent tonight. Absolutely yeah. magnificent. He's, I would say, happy Kane, happy Lane. Because you know mm-hmm. when he's when he's buzzing, the whole place is buzzing. Yeah. And you can feel it. But what I will say is what you said there about working for a manager um, that you know you, you'll you'll run through walls for them and everything. That's great, and and I completely agree with you. But when the other staff that you're working with just aren't picking up their feet and they're dragging them, you know you can still get tired with your job. And and I, and I think with Kane, you need to look at that seriously and think at the end of the day. You know, he's he's playing for Conte, but how long can he put up with this? He needs to see the backing just as much as we do as fans. Mm. He needs yeah. to see some class put in with him. You know, that's so important for a player like Harry Kane. Like you said, Carl, he, he, want, he wants to receive, like, balls into him from Kevin De Bruyne. Well, over to you, like, Tottenham Hotspur, because you've got £400 million per year to spend now under financial fair play. So, go, you're not going to get De Bruyne. I mean, not- Days, you're watching Daniel 19 days into the transfer window. I'm not even going to watch. Go, Come go on. and get a De Bruyne, in. go, go and manager. spend the money to get somebody mm. almost as good as De, as De Bruyne and upgrade that the ball's coming into him from a De Bruyne esque type, type of player. So, mm. you know, step up. Kane stepped up, Conte's a step up. The stadium's a step up. The training ground's a step up. The fans have always been like there anyway. Over yep. to you, Bald. Like, you know, totally you've, got it, you've got it here to go. It's all to in go. our hands. We're here tonight, right? This is all in our hands. Everything's mm. in our hands right now. We're in an yeah. opportunity of a top four. We're in, still in the FA Cup going strong. 
It's all in Tottenham's hands, this. And we've got an opportunity to go and reinforce in the transfer window. Make it happen, Spurs. Make it happen. 19th of January. Still time. Back the manager. Right, Rick, move on. Jay, Jason's glazing over because it's, it's dangerously close to transfer time. I'm just thinking he wants balls from Kevin De Bruyne and we're going to give him balls from Oil Boy. I mean, he's truth of life. The corner flag. Will you the leave Adama alone? Boy. Yeah, you're coming to that welcome Adama Traore show, Jason. Um, we get that um, over the Harry's, line. I hope Harry's got his job lined up by the corner quadrant for those balls from Traore. <laughs> right, we are going to go for our first break of the show uh, for our listeners on audio. Take you into this break. You're going to hear from Antonio Conte and, of course, uh, Stephen Bergvine, Harry Kane, who reflect on an absolutely crazy evening at the King Power Stadium. Harry, first of all, um, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, what, a, what a roller coaster of emotions that was. Um, I think we, uh, overall, I think we fully deserved the victory, to be honest. We were the better side. Uh, disappointing to obviously go 2 1 down with maybe 15 minutes ago, but we were just creating the chances. Um, and you just got to ne- never give up, you know. Uh, this guy come on, made a, <laughs> made a big difference. Uh, but to get two goals like that in stoppage time was. Uh, yeah, games that you'll never forget in, uh, for the rest of your career, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Stephen, look, you, you've been out, injured. You come back, you make an instant impact and a huge one. What did it feel like out there? We saw your celebrations. <laughs> yeah, what uh, Harry said, the roller coaster of emotions, you know. And of course, uh, yeah, if I come on, I, I want to show myself. And yeah, today I scored two goals. Yeah, I'm really happy. I'm happy. <laughs> Well, it's a combination that the, the manager has wanted to work, hasn't it, with, with yourselves and with Lucas as well. Harry, you hit both posts, you hit the bar. Most importantly, though, you did hit the back of the net. Eventually, your 250th club career goal. Those are the kind of numbers that you would have dreamed of as a kid, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, those landmarks are always nice. I uh, should have had a couple more out there for <laughs> sure today. Uh, I'll be thinking about them tonight. But when you win, it, it doesn't hurt as much. And um, yeah, just like credit to the team, credit to all the boys for not giving up, you know, all the way to the final whistle and, um, yeah, just a, a great night for us. And for you, Stephen, just to be back from injury, how much are you looking forward to now building on this victory, especially with those games in hand and the games coming thick and fast from now on? Yeah, we have a lot of uh, important games on the again and, yeah, what I just said, we need to build on from this and we've showed that we are a team, you know, and we came back from uh, 2-1, so, yeah, we need to go on. Harry, you can't wipe the smile off your face, can you? I know, I know. <laughs> and full credit to Stevie as well. Um, not been easy for him, injuries, uh, but he's been working hard behind the scenes and credit to him for uh, obviously scoring the two goals today, working hard. That's what our team's about, um, putting everyone on the line, whether you're playing, whether you're not playing. So uh, full credit to this guy today, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Well Thank done. you. Cheers. See you. Antonio, amazing game, amazing end to the game, great resilience, deserved to win, didn't we? Yeah, for sure. We deserve to win. And uh, honestly, to lose this game, uh, um, <laughs> I couldn't accept to lose this game uh, for the chances that we created, for the game that we played. And uh, at the end, uh, we must be very happy uh, because the, the players know very well which, which is our philosophy. And uh, don't give up, never. Until the end, we have to fight on every ball and to try to uh, to get the best uh, possible result. And uh, yeah, today uh, to fight until the end, it wasn't easy, but uh, we must be very happy. Uh, next time, uh, when we create uh, <laughs> so many chances, we have to score. We have to score uh, before and uh, don't suffer. 
in the way that uh, we did uh, today. When Stevie scored the equaliser, there were no celebrations. Grabbed the ball, ran back to halfway. It was just that belief that we could find another chance, really. And that was 95 <laughs> minutes. <I'm sorry>. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, for sure uh, you must have a belief. Uh, believe in uh, in the team, in the in the possibility only in two minutes to score another goal. Uh, as I said to you before, I think the, uh, to lose this game, but also to draw, it wasn't right. And uh, at the end, uh, we won a game. We deserved to win this game. But um, it's important also this type of game to understand that uh, the game uh, never never uh, ended and uh, in a positive or negative situation because uh, now uh, it was good for us but we have to understand that uh, this situation uh, can happen also in uh, <laughs> in um, we can we, we we can lose you understand and uh, for this reason until the end you have to be concentrated concentrated to to be focused and uh, don't give up don't give up and ready to fight until the end and uh, this must be our philosophy then if the opponent show show with, uh, to the server to to win we are the first to clap them otherwise uh, uh, until the end we have to fight what were you thinking when stevie went through right at the end there? I'm, I'm happy. First of all, I'm happy for the team. I'm happy for uh, because maybe I I, I made the, a, a good substitution. <laughs> yeah, you say he could play up front. <laughs> but I, I I'm happy. I'm happy for him uh, because uh, he deserved this type of uh, uh, yeah of, of goals and. Uh, uh, for us, uh, and uh, I said in the, in the past, uh, for us is a. Uh, an important player. He has specific characteristic, and is uh, good one we one. He's a striker for me, and is uh, good uh, to be the man to create superiority, and then to score goal. Uh, now uh, I hope I hope to to bring him in uh, in the best good physical condition, a good fit, and then to give me the opportunity to to think also to start with him. Uh, and not only on the bench, but I repeat, today we have another another player in our squad, uh, another important player in our, in our squad, in our squad. And just finally, Antonio, I mean, this will do the world for for Stevie, for his confidence, but it also this would be this is massive for the team, isn't it? To come and win a game here in the style that we've done it, looking at the table in the position we're in, this is a big, big win tonight. Yeah, for sure, this is a big win. Also because uh, we have beaten a team that uh, last season uh, they they finished uh, in front of us, and uh, uh, they, uh, last season they won a FA Cup and a Community Shield. It means that this is an important team, and uh, the manager is doing a fantastic uh, job with uh, with Leicester. To win uh, against them was important for us, for uh, our to improve our confidence, to our belief, and then uh, uh, we know that the, uh, the path is uh, uh, is long. But uh, we have just started this uh, this path, and we want to try to finish in the best possible way. For our watch audience on YouTube, uh, there's around 1,300 of you. 
diehards watching us live right now. Thank you so much for incredible support. We're like you. We can't sleep. We're on top of the world and we're trying to do a podcast on it. So my God, I hope you're enjoying it in the background and your sofas or wherever you're sitting down. You've got your, your Chardonnay or you've got your beers in your hand. I hope you're enjoying it. Thanks so much for all your incredible support. Um, let's come back around to you, Jason, kick off the second half because, you know, there's so much I could talk about in this game. But for the want of time... And for the epic evening we've had, we've got to have a shit quiz at the end. So I've got a crowbar this next half hour into it just to kind of keep you sweet. Because I know what you're like when we announce a Dharma at 23.59, if we get there. Um, the old average, Jace, of, you know, not taking your chances, that second half. I mean, we had hatfuls, absolutely hatfuls. And um, we had chances fallen to the likes of Harry Kane. Uh, we had obviously Lucas Moore opportunities as well. And I must also um, make a point. John Berry just reminded me, John, and thanks for uh, confirming, 250 cover appearances for Harry Kane for Spurs tonight. Um, not 250 Tottenham appearances, I must say. Club appearances, I think that is in general. But for the Leicester goal, uh, Madison... or goals. I thought it was 250 goals. 250 goals? I think it was 250 goals. 250 goals, okay. I think career goals. Forgive me, guys. Listen, we've blitzed this. I've lost my mind right now. I don't even know where we are. You know, I'm trying to run off show here. What is going on? Um, But Madison, Jace, to put Leicester back ahead, got into the box. Um, Sanchez caught absolutely flat-footed. And, you know, he saw Tanganga, bless him. I mean, we're an attempted block. And I've got to say out this, is no offence to Javik Tanganga. I would love to meet the person that's valued him at 25 million. Because if that's the case, can't we introduce Ndombele to him, for God's sake? <laughs> but the, 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 goal is, the goal itself, Jace, the, the goal to uh, put Leicester back ahead, really frustrating from a Tottenham perspective, again defensively. Uh, yeah, but, um, you know, a bit of credit for Harvey Barnes. It was a brilliant little reverse pass from Harvey Barnes. Uh, Harvey Barnes is one of those players that, that I've never seen have a good game, and yet every time I see him, he does good things in a game. You know, he, he doesn't necessarily have a great 90 minutes, but there's always one or two little things, even at this age for him, that, that he does, Harvey Barnes. It was a wonderful little pass. Jaffet, Jaffet tries to make a block challenge. I wouldn't have too much of a go at him for that. It's gone in off the post. Um, you know, Jaffet's worst bit of play was a back pass that almost put us into trouble, and I think Davinson Sanchez bailed that one out for him, but but, you know, it was just frustrating, wasn't it? Madison's on a good run of form and um, can we defend it better? Yes, we can. But but it's one of those goals, you know, every goal can be defended. Leicester will look at the goals that we've scored tonight and say, can't they defend them better? Uh, sometimes you have to give a little bit of praise to the opposition. And like I said, it was a cracking little ball from Harvey Barnes that, that creates people being flat-footed. So fair play to them. They got the goal and it, it was a kick in the teeth because you just thought there was one team that looked like we'd win it, it would be us. And then... They've gone and done that. So it was a, was a, you just sunk, didn't you, at one stage? You thought, how the hell can we be losing this game so late? But fair play to the boys for coming back. Go around to you, crackers. Not not to force your analogies here. Ja- people were demanding oh, them. But, go on, but go on, just on that, you 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 saying that you know Jaffet at twenty five million. We're going to pay twenty five for Oil Boy. I sooner oh, have Jaffet. <laughs> You don't mean that. You don't mean 20, that. 25 million must be like Poundland prices or something. 
<laughs> this keeps popping up Lonsdale La Celso. He's still going on Lonsdale from the last show. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Poor bloke. Let's come out of you, Rich. The, the, the kingdom <laughs> of analogies here. People are demanding <laughs> you to think some up on the spot here. Um, you know, I've got to be honest, Jace. Let's, let's talk about Tanganga for a second. Because again, let's be honest about it. The comments on Tanganga, it's interesting. Um, there's some real divisive comments on Tanganga. There's one there saying obviously he needs to go out on loan. There's others saying that um, Tanganga uh, should be given more of an opportunity. Uh, Jordan there on the screen saying we've gone from Lonsdale to Capra Donne, lads. There you go. <laughs> I, I must ask Don't you, Crackers. I must ask you, Crackers, on Tanganga. You know, again, very, very shaky tonight. I thought um, sloppy mm. passing from him just didn't look at it. You know, if I look at Kane and the way he was mentally attuned to the game, I've got to say that from the perspective of Tanganga, he just looks completely the opposite at the moment. I don't know if that's a distraction because there might be a move for him. Probably understand again from a close source is that Spurs aren't going to make a decision on Tanganga until Monday. So right. whether that's hanging over the lad, I don't know. But I mean, listen, I don't want to give up on him, but I don't think he's at a level yet that is good enough for our first 11 from to get into. Do you agree with Tanganga at the moment? Yeah, very much. I I really cannot make my mind up with Tanganga at the moment and which way he's going to go. Um, knowing Tottenham, if he stays, it's not going to work out. And if he goes, he's going he's gonna to be world-class, isn't he? Like, you know, there's that word again. Um, I, I, I Genuinely, Rick, I cannot, I just cannot decide. Uh, so, why is that one, called? Oh, 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 boy. Well, li- listen, for those, for those that are listening just, just on the pod, uh, this is for, like, a little comment for the YouTube. Go and... Uh, Go and Google uh, Triari, Adama Triari, and and ba- Baby Oil, but be careful. Like maybe put your private browsing on. But, uh, and, and, go and complete. Go and complete on that one. Yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. And, um, and yeah, and don't don't do it while the wife's looking because she'll be watching Oil Boy then. <laughs> Tang, back back to Tanganga, Rick. I can't I can't decide on him to be honest. Maybe all this is just hanging over him at the moment. How old How old is he? How old's Tanganga? Good point. I have to. I will have a quick Google on that. I mean, I'm sure no. our listeners will tell us as well. Very 22? very early twenty. Yeah, twenty two. I think twenty two, Ricky. 20, um, 20 years, you know, 22, 23. So he's what? He's four or five years off of his prime mm, at yep. the moment. Yep. And 22, 23-year-old players do do tend to be a little bit up and down. You know, 22. Thank you, THFC Jake. 22 years old. They do tend to be a little bit up and down. I think all we can really do is in Conte we trust. And if he can't see that makings in him and says, no, you know, he, he, he's not for me. I don't, don't think he's quite right. Mm. Then we have to go. Okay. Fair enough. You, you yeah. have to, you have to, you know, concede to his, uh, his superior knowledge. But personally, I don't know, Rick. I've seen, you know, when he first came into the team, he was magnificent when he against City, against Liverpool. He was great. He's lost his way a little bit. Maybe he's a striker, uh, isn't he? He's a striker player. But if Conte can't get the best out of him, a manager like Conte, then that's the issue, isn't it? Because he's getting the best out of players like Davis and that again, not 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 singling anybody out. But if you see what he's doing for players that are substandard or potentially don't belong in the Tottenham squad due to the quality that we that we wish for, you know, uh, it's it maybe he should go and get a bit of experience and then come back in and see what a manager like Conte could do for him, in my opinion. But in, uh, 
sorry to put in there, Crackers. I just don't. I don't think Tanganga's that all there. You know, I don't think he's he's got what it takes to make it there. But he's on a big stage, young kid. He made a big impact. He showed his energy, he's sprightful, but he, he he's not for me. I think you know, for me, uh, I, I don't think he is good enough. I've, I've said for a look for a time that you know here we are over two years on from his debut, and he's still his best game is his debut. He hasn't improved since his debut for me. No, that, but that's it, the worry. Yeah, yeah. The one thing, the one thing I'd probably take issue with Rick. Well, I don't think Rick phrased the question in the in the way that he perhaps means when Rick said, "Is he good enough for our first team?" Well, no, because Eric Dyer and Romero will be in the team in front yeah. of him. So he's. And then you've got Davis and Sanchez that are picked in front of him as well. So he's fifth mm. choice. Yeah. And and if you're a fifth choice centre-half, it's because you're not a great centre-half. Let's be honest. Have a look at the fifth choice centre-half at any clubs. And they're, they're a long way from being the, the first choice centre-half at those clubs. So he's yeah. young. He's got time to time to improve. I'm not so sure he's... You know, his decision making, I think, is leaves a lot to be desired at times. He's, you know, probably doesn't. It's not got much composure to him, and he looks a bit panicky. But I think you're also at a stage where it's hard for young players that he's probably his confidence isn't great. He no. knows he's making mistakes. He knows then, he's getting flat. On the other hand, though, Jase, Conte keeps picking him. But again, maybe that is down to the lack of options. Of course, he hasn't got that but many that, options that is, there. Isn't but... it? I mean, the yeah. only other option is Joe Roden, and and for whatever reason, uh, some people can't understand it, but for whatever the reason is, they obviously don't like Joe Roden. And it's the third or fourth manager that hasn't liked Joe Roden. Mm. So Tanganga's in there, perhaps because he can go to on the left-hand side as well as the right-hand side. Um, and he's a homegrown player. So that makes a difference to you, being a homegrown, because you've got to have certain club homegrowns and things like that. So th there's reasons for him to be there, perhaps in front of Joe Roden. But he is fifth choice. And we have to judge him on being fifth choice. And to say, you know, he shouldn't be in the first team is a little bit harsh because he knows full well he wouldn't be in the first team. Yeah. Um, coming on, Davidson Sanchez, he um, performance overall, he sent a header into the side in the early first half moments. Um, really did struggle. Um, I, I've got to say, with with the nature of that second goal, caught flat-footed. Again, I mean, there's definitely been an improvement from Sanchez. And listen, he's not going to be going anywhere this window because I suppose it's like a lack of options. Was you concerned the way coming over to you, Sammy, was caught out for that second goal with Madison? Uh, concerned? Funny question, Rick. Expected, yeah. Um, you know, we, we even, even though he's played better recently, he has got better. I mean, you can't doubt his his improvement, and and you can't take that away from him. I actually, I said it before early doors. I actually thought. He made a couple of mistakes and he, and he missed a couple of chances. I actually thought, if you watch that back, he had a relatively good game, <laughs> believe it or not. I think he, you know, he was he was quite key in in in, in some of the, they, they looked like little challenges at the back. They were integral to, to, to us going fast on the break once he won the ball back. And, but you know what? He's he's inconsistent, Rick, and uh, and we always seem to have just a couple of those inconsistent players. I mean, I know some of you guys like to to pin it on Dyer. I mean, even though he's been he's been solid lately, he can have that inconsistent game that just just completely changes everything. But Sanchez, you just don't know which personality you're going to get from him. You know, you're going to get this aggressive, fast-paced Sanchez. You're going to cool, composed Sanchez. Um, for me, again, he's one of those at the back. I, I wouldn't mind seeing. Um, see him replaced, and I, again, I know we're going to get onto the to, to the oil boy. Let's call it. I've not I've not called him that before, but I know the the reason behind it. I'm 
Uh, and I love it when when Jason's on because I always I can't wait for this guy right to come in and absolutely. Rip I it always up. put a little bit of a challenge for it. Oh, make... I can't wait. I, the problem with me is though, like, I've done this with, with me and Jay. So I've known Jason for what five or six years, and every time, right, I've battled him on a player. Jason has always been right, <laughs> from yeah. Toby to yeah. Daddy Rose to Tongi and Dombele. <laughs> Yeah, he was number four, Adama Traore. I know Jason's licking his lips again to battle with me on this one. I'll have a friendly charity bet with you on anything that Traore is exactly what we need. But I mean, if you want to discuss that now, we can discuss it now. But I will have a friendly charity bet with anybody on it. It's exactly what we need. Spurs look miles better when they've got Pacey right back going up the wing, the Kyle Walker, so not anyone that can get back quickly and get forward mm. quickly is what we need. It's no secret Conte wants to play him at right back. He no. doesn't want to play him where his position is. And I yeah. think a strong player driving fast forward from there will make mm. a massive difference to Tottenham. Yeah, I'm going to come on to that right back area in just a second because um, just to touch up on some of the other defenders, Ben Davis, uh, he played his part as well in the, in, the, in the nature of some of Leicester's goals tonight. Wasn't the greatest from Davis, um, Emerson Royale, again, this is coming on to the position now. I think he struggled to really make an impact, especially in that first half. And he found himself taken off at half-time, replaced by Matt Doherty. And you know what? I know Talia Corrin. I know Talia, you're watching us right now. And um, I know you had your say on Matt Doherty. And I, you, know, you made us all crack up when you came onto this show because you didn't hide your, um, your thoughts on Matt Doherty. But you know what? He came on and he immediately made more of an impact in that second half. You know, comparison to Emerson Royale, I thought that was one of Doherty's best performances and isn't it funny when you put a player on their natural position just how much better he looks you know he's playing on the left hand side against Chelsea over the course of those two legs of course and listen I'm not saying the guy's a world beater I'm not saying that you know he should be Tottenham Hotspurs um, you know first name on the team sheet but I think the nature of this show is I always think that we should always call it right when a player's had a good performance and Matt Doherty played ever so well this evening and Jace you know um, if it wasn't only for the end product tonight it was a really good performance, wasn't it, from Matt Doherty, to be fair to him? Well, he, he did have some main product for the second goal, I think, in the end, wasn't it? Fair play, yeah. He was, in, he was so involved in the build-up there involved a little the bit. Of, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're right. We've we've given the bloke, deservedly so, absolute pelters of, of whatever, almost since day one. It's right, we, we sit here and say, I tell you what, well played tonight, mate. You, you made a big difference in the game, and that's all you can ask of him. And no, he's never going to be the world's best right wing back and if you ask any of us we probably still sell him tomorrow but give you know tip your hat to the bloke he made a big difference to our performance tonight and we've ended up getting three points and he's a he's a major part of that so fair play to him yeah and I must say Jace again I know we're laughing and joking about Adama Traore and I know again you're you're not sure about you know if he's if he'd be right for Spurs but when you look at Emerson Royale and again I'm I'm very very reluctant to criticize a player that has only been here for a very short amount of time and needs to adapt to the league. But, you know, it's an area Spurs need to address, isn't it, really? We've got, you know, only... We've got you know, a handful, 10, 11 days after this transfer window. I mean, Rich, coming over to you, if you're looking at Spurs in that area, it mm -hmm. is problematic, isn't it? And again, Traore, I know he divides opinion, but what he will give you is he will give you pace up that right-hand side. Yes, there's yeah. an argument the delivery is not good enough, um, but I do think you'll put a lot more fear into defenders than what Emerson Royale's currently doing in the Spurs shirt. Yeah, very, very much so. And, you know, players don't, footballers don't like playing against a, a player like Traore because he just doesn't look like a footballer, does he? You know, they know how to to take on uh, players of a, of a similar like, physical stature, but he's just not built like a footballer. 
at all. So players just don't know how to deal with him. He's he's a, he's an absolute battering ram, isn't he? Jonah Lowe, isn't it? Oh, he, he really is. <laughs> but if he gets you up the pitch, and you know, maybe you just say to him, okay, look, you can't cross a ball to save your life. So we're going to work on that. You know, just be honest with his with his shortcomings. You can't cross the ball, but we need to get you up the pitch. And then just maybe slot a ball in, an easier ball, mm, just yeah. into somebody, into like a Mora now, and yeah. get them, uh, get them, and uh, get them up. And yeah, Talia's yeah. right. We're talking about Doherty there. Yeah, he's he a he's a gooner, but you know, he was he, he was he was great tonight. He was yeah, absolutely well. He was magnificent. Uh, but isn't that, you know, you it's, ask, it's it? problematic, yeah. isn't it? It is a very yeah. very problematic. But mm. I mean, they're talking about twenty five million pounds for him. Rick. Mm. And, you know, it's jump change. It's, it's, it's absolute chump change. You know, it's back of the sofa stuff now. It's, it's five. Yeah, we, can't, we can't even find the sofa. <laughs> it's, it's, it's six games worth of burgers, beers, and pizzas. And, you know, and looking at the size of Triare, if you let him loose on the concess, food concessions, it's probably only five games worth. You know, it's like, I mean, yeah. it, it's nothing money. Just go well, and pay it, and it, it, you know it's a sticking plaster, isn't it? Because at the yeah. moment that it really needs addressing, and he, you know, he's he's a quirky option. I think he also just gives the whole place a little bit of a lift as well, because I think we just need that player that gets you up the pitch a bit quicker. And once he gets the ball and a little bit of space in front of him, I think he just creates a bit of a buzz. So not just as a footballer, just that buzz factor that he gets for 25 million quid. Yeah, he's a big, big character. He's a big character and other players will respond well to that as well, won't they? Mm. Do you know what I mean? They will see somebody beastie there that's that's making an impact. And, you know, I love their game as well. That's what it's all about. Why why I focus more on the the quality of him, right? Um, When I look at him playing for Tottenham, tonight's a prime example. We had absolutely no problem being at the other end of the pitch. You know, we, we talk about Traore is one of those players that to, to make the most of his strengths, you've got to have 10 men behind the ball like Wolves do and clear it and then leave him 70 yards in space. But games like Watford and Southampton that we had at, Chris, uh, 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 was it Boxing Day and a game tonight, where was that space? Because we've played most of the game in their half. So Traore hasn't got 70 yards to run into. He's got about 10 yards or five yards. And then he's got to find that final ball. And that's yeah. where I have my problem with Traore. That, that's part of it. You know, it's, you know when, when you're playing teams like Crystal Palace and that at home, we don't have a problem getting up the pitch. We're up the pitch. We spend most of the game up the pitch. So that, that's my, my concern with the, the Traore thing. I can see why he excites people, because the pace is unreal and the strength to just batter him past people. But, you know, he does that against Tottenham when Tottenham play Wolves, because Tottenham are up the pitch against Wolves, leaving space behind. So, you know, he's perhaps an ideal player for me for Tottenham that will come off the bench when we're 1-0 up and are then sitting back and then perhaps against a Liverpool or against a Man City that are coming at us. But I'm thinking, how many times are we in that scenario? I mean... You know, we won't have that problem Sunday. So that's my my little bit of concern with Traore. And I'd still sooner go and get Tarek Lamptey or or Baku Riedler or someone like that as a right mm. wing back, who's a genuine right wing back, rather than trying to put a square convert, in a to convert someone. just because yeah. he's quick. 
Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I must I mean, say that. Not being funny. Yeah. Why, why not play Bergvine at right wing back? Because he mm. can get you up well, the pitch. You, you'd argue based on tonight, should we be playing a centre forward? I'll give you two reasons in 80 seconds why not to play him at the back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. I love well, that. You Fantastic. know what, Jace? If nothing else, I won't try RA at the club because Nike have got to make a shirt to fit him. And if they make one to fit him, <laughs> I can get one then as well. So I can go and get myself a try RA shirt, but it'll actually fit and not like not look like a sausage skin on me. Don't oh, lie, you just, don't lie. You just want to put baby oil on yourself as well. Ah, <laughs> oh, foiled again. <laughs> damn it, damn it. On air as well. I believe we're exposed. Wait for the headlines tomorrow morning. Um, I must say, Reggie obviously came back from um uh, from injury, and you know again today, um, so made some early runs moving forward. Unfortunately, unfortunately, was part of that uh, was part of the opening goal, which sent them all back to Dakar. Um, just not enough quality, Regidon, with a final end product. And I know that's say again, Regidon, he's got to work on. Um, but we have to talk about that last 15, 20 minutes of just utter mayhem. I mean, the argument you would have said is with 40 minutes to go, um, you know, we, we turned around a 2 on deficit, we can't forget, to go 4-2 against Leicester last season. We had a certain Gareth Bale to come off the bench to help us that day. But for Spurs, you know, you're going into that last 20 minutes thinking, are we going to be capable enough? Are we going to be good enough to get, say, out of this game? And Firstly, you know, we're, we're just trying to come to terms with getting a last gasp equaliser because, you know, Hoybier, to be fair to him, it was a lovely ball, a great ball over the top for Doherty. And he's tailing to the box and the ball just bur- broke for Bergvine, who absolutely levered it home, smashed it home. And I think, you know what, when you're in a game like that and you're losing 2-1, you just would take anything. You will, you will take anything at that point because a point does feel like almost you've grabbed something out of nowhere. And um, I don't know about you. I was going mad at I was going mad at two two. I, th- I didn't even have the time to think about the third goal going in. I mean, Jason, start with you. I mean, the, the two two. How relieved was you thinking we're going to come out here with a point and Conte still got his unbeaten Premier League record of Spurs still in charge? I wasn't even thinking the unbeaten record. I was just thinking at last we've got a point because mm. we deserve something from the game. And it is, you're right. When you, you you get a point like that, it's not a win, but it feels like a win, doesn't it? That you've You've scored so late on, so um, I just don't, I don't know then why why he didn't blow the whistle as soon as the game kicked off. It was a typical bit of John Moss officialdom that he, he played on. So thank God for that. Um, but no, I, I think we all thought two two. We've deserved that. You know, to have lost that game would have been ridiculous. So, but it's just, it's just that Swansea game all over again, wasn't it? It really was. Can I just say something, Jason? Unrelated to anything that we're talking about whatsoever, but. The fact of the day that I heard on, on BT Sports that John Moss owns a, a record shop. Yeah, in Leeds. yeah, vinyl, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, called the Vinyl Whistle. We absolutely had me in stitches. My one thing about John, I, I think he's by far the worst referee in the, the league. I've, I've never rated John Moss. And there's always and, and a game tonight. where... No, no, no. There's always a game where John Moss, where you just feel that any game that he's involved in, there'll be a decision that just doesn't make sense. And sometimes it can go for you. I mean, he did the 2-2 at Anfield, the famous the, the famous game at Anfield where it went for us, but he's also done some crazy ones against us. And every time I see a referee, I just think, oh, no, something's going to happen. And tonight, maybe it's not the craziest thing, but... I just think, well, where did he get the extra time from once we scored? But thank God it's gone our way. But it is typical John Moss. On a serious note, do you know where that extra time came from? Because no. it, was, it was five It was five minutes 
I mean, I've got to admit, yeah, yeah, it's lucky. But but Spurs deserve it. They deserve it. Let's yeah. not take that away. Well, it's, it's, always of, it's always a minimum it's of... It's always a minimum of... It's always a minimum of... It's normally an extra minute. <laughs> but I'll... Uh, but, but Sorry, I'm just reading that comment there on the on YouTube. But, the um, but you know, two minutes plus was... I, I was just waiting for the whistle to, to go in his mouth. And well, just, yeah. You're right, isn't it? As soon as he restarts the game and the ball goes back to Tielemans, you think he'll blow the whistle then? Well, I, think, I, think I think many are saying Madison was maybe stalling... Mm. That that's that what that may have been hoisted by their own hoisted by their own petard, wasn't they? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and and again, Rich, we'll, we'll come around to you because um, I mean, the scenes for the winner, and again, <laughs> I, it was just I don't know about your household. I mean, obviously, I've got my little one upstairs and my wife upstairs, and I'm thinking this could wreck it. I've got a podcast to do, and I've got to keep it down. I was just going from room to room, just screaming. <laughs> Well, look, I know how much people love an analogy. Oh, so you know what that good. you know what that third one was, Rick. You're in a nightclub on a Friday night. You've you've gone round a few young ladies. You've tried your luck. You've got nowhere. Okay, you've got about five quid left in your pocket. So you think to yourself, I ain't getting a cab here. I'm going to have to walk home. I've got just enough to get myself a little like small donner. A little bit, bit of extra keep, uh, bit, bit of cabbage on the top, a little bit of chilli sauce. I'll go over to the kebab shop, get myself a little kebab and have a walk home and eat that. You get over to the kebab shop, shut. It's shut. And now it's starting to rain and you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is the worst night out ever. And all of a sudden, up pulls a car, down comes the window, two Wagyu steaks being waved out the window by Nigella and she's going, hop in, she says, Come back to mine. I've got these to cook up. Come on, get in. It was, wasn't it? That was the third goal, wasn't it? It was Nigella outside the nightclub and the shut kebab shop waving a couple of Wagyu steaks. Come on, hop in. I'll cook these up for you. It's raining. The car's warm. Come on. <laughs> it was just, it was just madness. It was, uh, I, I still, I'm still struggling to find the words for it, to be honest. It was just, it was oh, mad. You, but you forgot, do you, you know what? The bottle of baby oil there, crackers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah come back. Wagyu steaks <laughs> and uh, uh, and then and then Adama will cover us both in baby oil and that will be your Friday night out. Happy days. But, do you know, the, the second goal, the most, the most pleasing thing of the second goal, we're all going nuts. The players oh, you could have, you could have were missed grabbing, it. Yeah. They were grabbing the ball. To go yeah. again, yeah, to go yeah, again, yeah. and that's that, Rick. That's that up there. That's like keep going. This is what he's put into him. This is what that mad Italian manager we've now got has put into him. He's like they knew that if they had a few seconds, they had a chance, and it came because they went and grabbed the ball and they yeah. went again. Like yeah. previously, we'd have probably gone, oh, job done. We've we'll settled for, we'll settle no. for a point. It's yeah. that that it's that little step more that mentality, you know. That was the most pleasing thing in the second goal. When you think about it, yeah. they weren't going nuts. They were they were going. Let's go and get a third and got the third. It was just yeah. it was it was brilliant. Bottle that bottle that last couple of minutes. Take yeah. it into the rest of the season. You got half a chance. Totally the, agree. The, the one thing I missed was the Ajax sniper. Because that night when oh, Lucas yeah. Moura did they all, it, he they was all just picking their players off, wasn't he? One yeah, by yeah. one. It was, it was unbelievable, yeah. We will, thought, we, I'm, I'm sure in the, the coming IX days we're going to see videos of, the, of that drop-in, of the scenes from the Leicester players. Um, let's come around to you, Jason, on it, because, I mean, listen, with Bergwijn, you know, Bernie Money hadn't scored a Premier League goal all season. 
We didn't have two goals in stoppage time. And forgive me, I think um, 79 seconds between the two goals. It was just, again, a, and I got to say, the finish was brilliant from Bergwijn. The second goal, that's not an easy finish. That really isn't, you know, because he's got the defender uh, coming across him as well, it rounds the goalkeeper, and really, really good finish. And for a guy that supposedly um, has been linked with Ajax, who reportedly are very, very keen on him, I mean, listen, um, you know, in another analogy, we say Mourinho, take the shackles off, put the shackles on Bergwijn and keep him here. Well, Daniel was still on the phone to Ajax when he when he got the, you know, he just thought, forget 25 million, it's 30. And before he texted out 30, Christ, I've got to make it 40 now. I mean, <laughs> Dan, Daniel's delighted we got the win because there's the extra 15 million on the price tag now. Forget the points. He's thinking, lovely, jubbly, more points I've got for him. Would but you sell no, him, Jace? Just... Would, would you sell him this window? Well, in view of the lack of forward options, probably not. Um, because, and, I mean, in fairness to him, there's two games he's put in like that because his previous game was the West Ham Cup tie. And I think he won man of the match that night, didn't he? In the West Ham Cup tie, made one, scored one. So, um, when we're missing Son and there's only Kane scoring goals, then there's not exactly too many forward options. So, I probably wouldn't. But, you know, if, if there's somebody coming in, if Vlahovic wants to walk through the door, then maybe he yeah. would do. But, yeah. um you know, I want a player. I want Tottenham to be a team that brings a player in and then releases yeah. one, not yeah. that releases yeah. one and then tries to bring one in. Yeah. You know, let's 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 get people in the door before we get them out the door. That's for sure. Yeah. Why does it always have to be one for one though? Surely. No. Surely. You're right. Why, why can't we keep it? No, you're depth. right. We need depth in the squad. Yeah, exactly. Why, so why, why, why all these clubs that are successful have those options? They don't yeah, just exactly. have the best team to play and then then second-rate players to no, play in games that aren't, you know, don't matter. We need exactly. players like him to bring exactly. off. And, and, and that's yep. why we need to build a squad, not build the yep. best team, build a squad. And he yep. should yep. be there. My, my opinion is he stays. He always has had the talent. There's so yep. many times we've been on the show talking about what he's done than what he hasn't done. You know, he's, he, I think he's a definite stayer at the club. There's lots more, there's miles more heads on the on the block than, than Stevie B's in, in my and, opinion. And, you know, despite what I said about Oil Boy earlier, we should be able to fund a deal for 25 million quid without having yeah. to sell one for 25 million quid. Yeah. You know, we're not talking about somebody who's costing 70, 80 million here. You should be able to bring Traore in if that's the one you want in without having to sell Bergvine and definitely without having to sell him first. Jesus Christ, cash flow is if cash flow is that bad, we'll be bankrupt. How are we no. gonna build 72 homes in a cinema if we can't afford one one player? <laughs> well, I've got to say on on Bergvine after the game, coming over to you, uh, Rich. Um he said, but uh, contact no one in the squad has these kind of characteristics. Very good technically in mm. one-on-ones. He always has different characteristics. He's a creative player, he's an important player. You know very well that the player has to be happy. And I think the player is happy to stay with us at Tottenham Hotspur. He's again um, he can play number 10 for us. He's very important. I mean, Conte talking as if he's a player, he wants to stay. Do you think he'll remain yeah. at the football club based on that crazy 79 seconds? <laughs> he's, uh, well, he's certainly building up a great repertoire of moments, Bergy, to uh, to be doing some legend nights with me in about 15 years' time. That's a story. I'm getting plenty of stories that I can work with him on stage with. Um yeah, Conte seems to speak of him all the time in glowing terms, doesn't he? And he really sounds like he's a player that he he, he wants to keep there. Um, there's there's like this streak of maverick, isn't there, with Bergvine? 
I think he's sort you know, he's taken that shot on tonight where others might have been a little bit more steady Eddie. Or, you know, he's just, I, I don't know, he's got that, that weird X factor. You can't quite put your finger on that maverick streak. Um, a little bit like that Stefan Dalmat had that, but he was mad yeah. as a box of frogs, wasn't he? And uh, the, the other uh, uh, French lad that that, um, that went to QPR, to Adele Tarab. Adel Tarab, Tarab he, yeah. he, had, yeah. he had that maverick sort of crazy streak, didn't he? Ricky Villa had that sort of crazy streak in him as well, this ma- maverick streak almost. And sometimes... Mora has it in in a kind of a way as well, and you think to yourself, just sometimes these players pull you ridiculous things like that. These moments happen to them, you know. Sometimes sport, football and sport generally isn't an exact science. It's chaos, isn't it? Absolute chaos, and yep. you know these sorts of things just seem to always happen to these types of players, and, and one or two players in particular. So. I don't know. It's just maybe there is football gods and maybe sometimes they just shine down on certain people and he could go on and, and, and do that again. He's, uh, yeah, Conte, Conte seems to like him uh, as, as an option, uh, you know, when he's sort of thin on the ground elsewhere. But, you know, it, it, spot on with a, with a comment about, you know, it, there's plenty more people we need to look at to go before Stephen Bergvine. I mean, this evening I'm building a statue to him outside the ground. <laughs> We've got no statues around there at the moment. You know, him and Bill we're not allowed, going are going up I first. I think they're banned. They? They? We've been we've been told statues are banned. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's one that's not getting pulled down and chucked in the river. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the strange thing is, I would love to know what uh, Sayonchu said to him. Because oh, well, what, what, it, it inspired him. He, exactly. Was it totally yeah. backfired on Sayonji. It fired him up, didn't it? And yeah. the way he jumped up, <laughs> we don't know what was said, but I don't think he no, was I just mean, called him a cheat. There was must have been one or two other sure. words in there. And we're that's lucky because, again, another, ma- another referee that would have been a bit more... Could have, well, yeah. Could have, I mean, he could have gone for that. You know, again, he's put his hands on him. And listen, I'm not saying that... Um, you want him, you know. I'm not advocating that he should have gone because I don't want it to be reviewed and whatever. No. But I mean, listen, again, you know, we've got we've got away one there potentially because he did put his hands on him. But listen, most importantly, we got the goal and Spurs. Like I say unbelievable that despite trading for 94 minutes and 52 seconds, and this is again a crazy stat, overtaking City's three-two win over against QPR as the latest team that had been losing but gone on to win a Premier League match, just unbelievable. Spurs, uh, that, that is. Oh, just incredible. A quick mention to the midfield before we uh, come on to Chelsea. Skippy, again today, you know, a real hustling presence in that midfield. You know, we really have missed his energy. Um, it was his interception, we can't forget, that led to Harry Kane scoring for Tottenham to obviously bring the game um, to 1-1. Um, and and again, I, mentioned, I mentioned that of Skippy for that little bit of pace in the first half. Yeah. yeah there was a, where did that come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Played very, very well. Winksy again. Listen, tonight we know Gareth Southgate was in attendance. I think he would have been Pleasantly surprised by Winks. Again, another strong performance from him. Listen, again, with Winks, we're not saying that, you know, we want to be the first time on the team sheet, but all you're asking is players to come in, make a difference. So, John, I want to make a, make a point tonight as well. Pierre Hoybier, he's been getting unbelievable stick. Unbelievable stick from Spurs across social media. I thought he worked ever so hard in the centre of that pitch tonight. Again, um, 
he was dominating for periods, I would say. Um, listen, there was, a, there was a great tackle on the edge of his own box. You know, Harvey Barnes at one point, an absolutely wonderful tackle. And, you know, again, he was crucial in the final moments of that game that led to Spurs getting the winner. And, you know, I will say um, that, you know, Hoybier players, they have a certain level and a certain limit. But um, what he lacks maybe in ability, the passion he brings, the desire he brings, you can't fault that. And again, with Hoybier, I know many people are questioning whether he's going to be good enough in the future. But I don't want you to think, Sammy, very quickly on Hoybier. Is he a player you would still like to see in and around the squad if he's not going to be good enough for the first team? So difficult, isn't it, Ricky? Trying to mm. separate that passion from absolutely. From skill. It's one of the it's most. A, it's a real difficult one. That yep. you want to see it at your club, but you want results at your club. Will he bring the results? Has he got the final finishes? He got the skill. The honest answer is no. Um, uh, but the you know your heart it's the whole head and your heart thing it's about it's you know it's like it's like your your ex misses isn't it you're like oh god do I go back one more time you know and, and you know it's going to be carnage but you know you follow your heart it's 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 a difficult difficult thing I like players like Hoiberg I think you know I'd like to see someone screaming at players I like to see them making the effort but when it doesn't work out for him it, it doesn't work out for him tonight bit of a different kettle of fish. You know, he had a few real key moments in the game, but you can't... Also had a shot clean off the line, I must add. That shot clean off the line, that goes in against Spurs back in the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I must admit, you know, showing that effort as well. And and you've got to remember as well, Ricky, having, on that comment, having shots fired against you, we, you know, as a, you want to see players taking shots because that puts other teams on the back foot. And, you know, it doesn't matter who's taking them. You want to see shots fired at goal. It's good to see him getting stuck in, but he just doesn't produce Hoiberg. He doesn't. When he's on the ball, I don't think for one minute that it's going in. And I saw, you know, every time there's a free kick being taken, he's lingering around the ball with Kane, isn't he? And I always think, please, no, please tell me you're not going to be taking that because, and that, you don't want that. You know, you want the faith. I always say it again. I don't want Kane taking it either. Well, you don't, but, you know, we've got, but you don't want Hoiberg taking it. The, the thing is, we used to go, you used to see Christian Eriksen stepping up for a free kick, mm. you know, yeah. or, you know, even Kieran Trippier. And and, yeah. and you used to feel really positive about mm. it. You, so you, you see Hoiberg floating around. He, he's not he, he's not the class that Tottenham want. I think he'll fit in really well to a, a potential a top eight side in, in the Premier League, not a top four. Um, so my opinion on him is the jury's out. Um, his passion doesn't outweigh the skill for me. I want I want big names, big skill, big finishers, big producers at the club. I'm tired of waiting. I want to see it in my lifetime. I want them. You know, I want them there. And players yep. like Ruberg seem to be those that come in for a couple of seasons and filter out. And you love them. You say farewell to them. You post a big thing on Twitter about them, saying you've been absolutely brilliant servant for the club. You know, good luck in in in, in wherever that they're going, Roma or whatever happens, like with Eric Lamella, and 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 they move on. But I just don't think he's he's here for that. He's not the part of Antonio Conte's master plan. He can't yeah. be. Um, I think Conte must be looking for the best, and I don't think he's it. It's a shame to say. Um, well, I, I've got to say, I think on a, I, I hear you coming from Sammy. I think on a night like tonight, where I mean he's, he's putting a shift. I think again, I think, full credit to him. Go on, Jason. Who um, who intercepted Tielemans' ball at the end? Was that I think it, it, it was Hoybier. Yeah, it was Hoybier. I think that was Hoiberg. And then about just before we made it two one, hmm. it was him that got back to deny um, Harvey Barnes when it he was. turned. No, it, so I mean, two important so blocks, two and important he was involved things. for a goal yeah. as well. I mean, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean, you know, again, I think. 
as a show, we've always said we'll call it right when he, someone's played well. Yeah. You give him the credit, and he's played the, ever so well ball, tonight. The ball in for Doherty for the second goal. Whose was that? Um, do you know what? Who I, I can't remember who that came from. Yeah, who crossed it for for Doherty to knock down? I can't remember. But I think overall, you know, Hoybier, listen, credit to him tonight. He's gone he's done out all right there. tonight. Yeah, he's, done yeah, his part he's played well, and that's the most important wrong, thing. Richard, I did say he had a good game. What I'm saying yeah. is, you're, you're asking me the you question. Just mean, yes. He's been long term, Sam. Long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, Sam. I don't yeah. mean any disrespect to the players. I'm thinking no, of the no, no. that I love so much. I'm not thinking yep. of the, the individual, and, mm. and 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 I have to say that you know he had a, he had a great game. I'll yeah. praise anybody when they have a great game. Yeah. Jeez, I wouldn't have minded if if Lorish would have added the ball in at the and for the for the last goal. Anybody, whoever the yeah. goal came from, would have been yeah. Uh, yeah outstanding. But you know these it's it's during the game in these big moments mm. that would make a difference. Um, yeah. Is it consistent with Hoiberg? No, it's not. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I just want to see big names, big performers at the club, and I, just, I don't think he is one of them. Um, yeah. Compared to what we've had, especially, you know, yeah. our expectations are high now at Tottenham, especially now we've got Conte. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, conscious of time, we've got to try and squeeze in a shit quiz as well. Um, right, very quickly. Very, very quickly indeed. Lucas Moura tonight, um, you'd probably say that was one of his uh, lesser performances, Moura. Not really much from him on show. Um, you know, he, he did put Kane away for a chance in the second half, but otherwise very, very quiet. Lo Celso, um, I just kept seeing that stop that GLC coming up on my Twitter feed when he came on. And um, again, Lo Celso, I, you know, I, you just don't know what you're going to get with Lo Celso. Well, you do know what you're going to get with Lo Celso. Not much, to be honest with you. Again, didn't fall over tonight. No, Rick, I didn't fall so, over tonight. You know, no, he, um, he yeah, came there's, on. There's an improvement. Yeah, I mean, it just wasn't much from Lascelles. It was there performance-wise. Again, yeah. you just wonder. You know, we've seen that he's going to be going obviously off to the, the internationals with Argentina. Romero staying with us. I wonder what we have to pay to keep him at the club. But Lascelles off again uses the rehabilitation centre as John Wenham says, and um, back off he goes to Argentina. So we wish him all the best with that. Um, but yeah, listen, the night's with Bergvine. The night belongs to Bergvine. Unbelievable double and you know unbelievable scenes at the end. We saw you know Hugo Lloris you know, from one end to the other. Absolutely going berserk. Antonio Conte going berserk. Harry Kane going mental. And listen, a really, really great evening for Spurs. And we're right on the coats as that top four. Now it's the bridge at the weekend. So we're going to go for our final break of the show. Uh, taking this break here from Dave Chidge coming through on the line there for our listeners on audio. Evening last word on Spurs people. It's Stamford Chidge here from the Chelsea Fancast. Hope you're all well. Goodness gracious me, another Chelsea-Spurs match. Uh, Got to be the what? The third one in the space of a couple of weeks? So there we go. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, we're delighted that we knocked you out of the Caribou Cup. Uh, And actually, I thought we played two very, very good matches uh, against you. I'm really, really pleased with that. The sad thing for us is that either side of that, it's not been too good. Uh, The match against Brighton... This week, very disappointing performance by all concerned. Thomas Tuchel's put it down to being absolutely exhausted physically and mentally. And frankly, I think he has a point. I mean, when you see how many games we've played uh, since December uh, and still try, trying to drug, juggle injuries, COVID, bringing players back uh, into the team who are probably not fully recovered or match fit, it's been really, really hard work. And I think it's beginning to show the cracks are beginning to widen a bit in that respect for Chelsea. And hence you get a performance like you did, you know, on on, uh, on this week. So, uh, I, I, you know, it's Tottenham. It's a derby. I mean, every time Chelsea goes into a match with Spurs, we always think, yeah, we, we can do that, you know, because we've got such a tremendous record against you uh, going back quite a long way now. 
so I, I mean I'm, I'm I have a, an element of confidence about it because it's you guys to be really really honest uh, I have to say I you know given the fact that we played you twice uh, in the last couple of weeks and pretty much comprehensively beaten you in both of them and of course I know what a good manager Antonio Conte is and I just can't I cannot believe that you know for the third time in a row in the space of two weeks he's going to be as clueless as he appeared to be in in terms of how Tottenham can beat Chelsea so I do look at it with one eye thinking but you know it's it's Conte isn't it you know and he's going to do something so there's a, a bit of that in the back of my mind which worries me slightly and I suppose looking at it from Chelsea's point of view you know on the one hand surely they can't be as bad as they were against Brighton although as I said I mean whether they were bad or not is moot I, I just think they really are knackered physically and mentally at the moment and that's what happens they looked they looked a yard yard lacking in pace against Brighton Brighton looked really at it and we weren't and they were making really sloppy mistakes which of course is what happens when you're tired and they were even rowing with each other again something that happens when we're all a bit tired we like to get a bit crabby so that's seeping through too I mean I suppose systemically the other issue that we've got uh, you know the wing backs we don't have our best wing backs available so it'll be Alonso and Aspilicueta I suspect unless he puts somebody like Hudson-Odoi as the right wing back uh, unless we've miraculously bought somebody new by then and Alonso gets replaced, but I don't know. Sars may be uh, an option there, maybe young Lewis Hall, uh, but uh, T- Tuchel t- likes to try and put what he thinks are the best players on the pitch, uh, particularly for a big match, and this is a big match. Um, but yeah, the midfield we've been struggling with with injuries, although you've got Jorginho, Kante and Kovic all fit, but whether they're, you know, they're fresh is a moot point. And defenders, we've been, you know, really struggling. I mean, uh, Christensen went down with COVID. He may be available again for Tottenham, I hope so. Trevo Chaloba looks as though he might be training this week, so he might be fit. He's been brilliant for us this season. Silver is imperious, but again, you know, he's playing a lot of games for a man of his age. Rudiger's been one of the best players in the season, and he's fit, so I'm presuming he will play. So it, it looks a bit healthier there. We've got Kepper in goal, obviously, because Mendy's... Uh, away with uh, Senegal and the Afcon, uh, but Kepa's been all right when he's played this season. He's not the not the keeper who looked absolutely awful under Frank. Uh, so you know, I hope we can put a decent strong side out. I hope he gets the formation right. Of course, he played four two 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 against you guys, which worked very very well. Uh, he reverted. I think he was back to three four th- three four two one against. Uh, Brighton but many are saying he played four at the back I mean the thing is that Tuchel's pretty flexible he may start with the formation and he'll change it in game but whatever he does I hope he comes up with something to to beat you guys uh on uh, on Sunday uh the only other thing that the issue of course is we can't put the ball in the net I mean none of our strikers are in any good form at all there's a lot of theories going around that Lukaku has disturbed the balance maybe uh we don't play the kind of system that that, that will get the best out of him it was getting a bit fractious against Brighton as you may have seen uh, but, you know, the final ball is often poor. He makes runs, nobody passes to them. They overplay, so it goes sideways and backwards, sideways and backwards. There's, You know, the ball's not moving quickly enough up to the likes of Lukaku. Myself, right now, you know, I would I would probably choose Werner, uh, Havertz and Mount, or Havertz, Mount and, uh, you know, Ziyech is kind of a bit up and down. Uh, Pulisic is in terrible form, so really... Hudson Odoi would be the alternative for me to Werner, but you know that that's my my best three uh, front guys. But even they've not been putting the goals in, so we've got a bit of a problem up front, I think. And maybe you know maybe Lukaku's causing problems that we didn't envisage. 
but you know that was the same the other week when we beat you uh, both times so you know hopefully we'll see a return to that kind of form that Chelsea showed the other week rather than what we saw against Brighton um, I'm going to go for I mean you know I don't I don't go with lots of goals with any confidence at the moment at Chelsea so I think there won't be many in it I think the odd goal so you know a bit like we saw against you the other day I, I'll go for 2-0 again so there we go I hope we do it. Anyway, good luck, boys. See you soon. There's still over t- nearly 1,200 of you watching us live on YouTube. Thank you so much for your incredible support. We're going to do a quick couple of minutes on this, guys. Then we're going to go straight into the shit quiz where we hand over to Richard Cracknell. Uh, Jason, <laughs> they're checking time. Jace, we are going to squeeze this and crowbar it in. Don't you worry. We've got nine Jace, minutes. Jace, I've made what, it very short tonight. Look, it's the in, shit in game honor. show tonight. It's quick, in, I promise. In honour. In honour, I'll give you seven extra minutes tonight. Oh, what a man. That's seven. Right, because at seven, I'm blowing that whistle. <laughs> I'm glad someone's blown it. It's like John Moss didn't want to. Right. Um, Chelsea, guys, what a game we've got this weekend coming. Uh, we're playing a Chelsea side that at the moment, we'll start with you, Sammy. Um, Chelsea, it's one clean sheet in 11. It's one win in seven. They've just been um, held by Brighton to a draw, but they're playing Tottenham. And... <laughs> We know, how this script, we know how this script goes, but does it matter the fact that, listen, we've played them twice, we know how they're going to play, um, we've been frustrated by them, I'm not going to promise to say we're going to have a transfer in between this in time, but listen, Sammy, on the basis of just how high the players are going to be going into this now, when you think about this, and this is another, again, a crazy stat, you talk about mentality of a group tonight, and you look at the fact that in our last two Premier League games, we've now scored goals in the 95th, 96th, 97th minute, which in terms of resulting in us getting one point from the two to the maximum six about mentality. You tell me, Sammy, can Spurs go to Chelsea and upset the odds? One million percent. Of course they can, Ricky. And there's there's lots of factors in that. One of the biggest ones being the 12th man, which was every single Spurs fan. Uh, you know, uh, the, the Spurs fans tonight were unbelievable. They are going to leave the players, especially with that electric finish on an absolute high. And, you know, we we, we need to replicate that at the next game as well and, and cheer them on. But I will say something quite controversial. I feel like in the second leg against Chelsea, that Conte, and, and it completely goes against his mentality and I'm backing one million percent, it did... I, the scepticism in me whether he had given up on that second leg I don't I, don't, I really don't feel as though he was 100% there and I'll tell you why because of his reactions the way it was played the way the players responded I just didn't think he wanted it I don't know what it was I think he thought we're 2-0 down let's get rid of this and let's go and this is where I'm finishing it's Champions League for these boys and I'm putting everything into it so I, I genuinely think we're going to give absolutely everything to Chelsea and I think we'll deliver it to them yes they're vulnerable but do not underestimate them they're absolutely so talented so many talented players in Chelsea in fact yeah. when I was at work the other day and you always get onto the banter of having you know picking out your best squad you you've, you know you look at Chelsea and um, they've got incredibly talented players you can't underestimate them um however um, you know, it's, there's two ways you can look at it. It's Tottenham and we could absolutely fold. You know, I always say Tottenham turn up like Barcelona or Accrington Stanley. There's no in-between. <laughs> but the bottom line is that, you know, I think uh, going into the game with the, um, you know, the head we've got on our shoulders from the result mm. from last night, 
I yeah. really fancy us. In fact, I'm going to make an audacious claim, and it, I really hope I don't curse us, lads. Is that I think you're, we, you're kind of back on in your next week, Sam. <laughs> I think I think we can take three points from all of these games behind. I think we can do it. Out uh, of these next on, four, uh, yeah, all of them, all four games. I think we can take them. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I fancied us tonight, and and, mm. and when I saw the way we were playing, I, I I fancied us. It just went against the grain of play, and yeah. and what happened was, um, you know outstanding but um yeah. i fancy every single game chelsea that all of them so um so yeah the my answer ricky is quite simple i think we're going to deliver it to chelsea yeah. to be honest. i think we're going to come out flying i do think i know we've had the stevie b conversation think he needs to be in the squad i really do um, oh, you really listen you on the base of that do you start him because he's again, he's got he'll be flying he'll be flying on the back of that today and um, jace let's come over to you really good point on the screen there from slushy deluxe who says um and you again you were one that referred to this we gifted chelsea all those previous goals to them on the plate in that carabao cup semi-final on the on the on the basis of both of those legs is it just a case just of cutting out those mistakes and we give got a chance here. We've got a genuine chance of going to the bridge, a place that we all know isn't a happy hunting ground for Tottenham. Probably the, our worst hunting ground, to be honest with you. Is it one win in 20 years there? I'm thinking about it. You know, the one win, Deli Alley, Eric Dyer, the, the Diags of the ball to obviously put Delhi through. Can we go there, Jason, upset the odds? Or are you concerned still about the mentality when it comes to Stanford Bridge? Oh, massively worry about the mentality when it comes to Chelsea. Um... We've, we've, like I said earlier, the, the belief should be there. But I thought the second leg uh, belief was, was pathetic. That you're right, Conte rests Hugo for a game that we never played. You know, you think um, the, the whole approach to that second leg, the, the, the speech after the first leg that Conte gave was a total doubt. Oh, they're, they're miles better. And they are miles better than that. But as players, you've got to show a little bit more belief. And um, we showed absolutely none. And then the, the problem comes with that belief is if, if if Chelsea score first on Sunday, how quick does that belief just disappear? And and our players, particularly when it's Chelsea, it's like three VARs in the second leg all go against us. It's Chelsea. This happens against Chelsea. And it's, there's that psychological damage that has been done to us for years and years and years with Chelsea, goals in semi-finals that don't cross the line but get given, all, all those types of things, the 2-2 battle of the bridge game. So many things have gone wrong, so many crazy goals we give away that as soon as we do something stupid at Chelsea, you, as fans, we feel it as well, don't get me wrong, but as fans, players, everyone's head goes down and you just think, this always happens with Chelsea and you can't go there like that. I would say the other thing that we can't do unlike tonight, is we can't go to Chelsea, have 11 shots on target and keep missing and missing and missing chances. Because, no, no. you know, you've got to be clinical at Chelsea because you might get three or four really good chances at best, at best. And, you, I mean, you know, the, the second leg the other night, we had lots of pressure on Chelsea and lots of situations. But in the end, I don't think Kepa really made too many saves, did he, on the night? So, you know, you've got to find a way to get behind them. You've got to find a way to score. And then you've got to defend really, really strongly. So until I see us go to Chelsea with belief, I don't expect us to go to Chelsea with belief. I need to see it before I can honestly say that that mentality mm. switched. Yeah. Let's go to you, Rich. I mean, listen, you, you were with us for all of these uh, Chelsea mm -hmm. games that we've played so far this season. It's, it's another tough one, isn't it? It's going to be difficult from a Spurs perspective because Chelsea seem to always show up 
and you just know against the teams like the Brighton's we've seen them across two well, games this season. I just feel with Chelsea, Jason, I know you may agree. I think Chelsea will always show up for this game. The but fans do we let them show up? show up? Do we let them show up? Do we yeah, let point. them show up? Listen. What do you mean, Rich? Rick, like you've just said, oh, it's Chelsea. And as Jason said, these things always happen. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't, why don't, it, that's gone. It's done. Rip mm. that up. I'll, yeah. I'll appeal directly to the players. Are we, Tottenham, with this appalling record uh, that Chelsea have against us, or are we going to go there with the mindset of Chelsea have had one win in seven and what Brighton done to them the other night? Switch that off and go and, and flip flip the mindset. Don't go there with this, like, oh, it's difficult, it's the bridge. If you go there with that, you're done. So forget it. It's it's gone. It's finished. That's not this game. That was other games. So it's not this game. So go there watching what Brighton done the other night and go, no, I'm not going to go with that in my mind, what they've done to us in the past and the goals that never was and this and that. I'm going to go there with what I've just seen Brighton do. And we and I'm going to go and do that. That's my game this Sunday, what Brighton done the other night. Because I thought Chelsea were quite lucky to get away with a draw. And I think they've been lucky to get away with a few draws. Because mm. they've been taken apart by teams that go there with a little bit of belief, Rick. So I... that's that's all I want to see. Take tonight, bottle that and go there and just completely clear your mind of all that that has gone before. Because over those two games... They didn't score a goal against and, us, and Rick. And I must we say gave also, them goals. Yeah, we gave absolutely. them goals. And, and in that I, second game, we were that far away from mm. being back in that. Yeah. You know, we had a it couple was. of like, you know, toes yeah. offside and this and that. All of a sudden, if that just, that little bit went for us, we were back in that tie. So but go I, with that in your mind. Go with Brighton, what they've done in your mind. And, and other teams over the last seven or eight games. Don't go with the Battle of the Bridge. Don't mm. go with any of these other games. Just go there with a mindset and a clear clear the decks and go there and go and have a go. go just sent, go and have a go. I mm. sent you in the group, didn't I, the other day, that video of uh, Jeffet Tanganga being interviewed. And he was like, he was asked, where's the toughest place? And he went, Oh, Chelsea, it's so hard when you go yeah. to the crowd. So it is a You took one look at Jeff at Tangango and thought, that's why you had such a stinker. And he, he said, oh, their crowd is so tough there. They got, and I'm, you know, we all think, well, Chelsea's crowd's not that great. But the no. difference is we crumble and therefore they take the piss out of us. That's why their crowd yeah. are up. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, Jeff at Tanganga in that interview, you looked at him and you thought, he's shit scared of playing Chelsea away. Mm. And, you know, so when you've got that mentality in there and, yeah, and he'll that's... be buzzing tonight from beating Leicester, but he's got on that bus tonight and he's thought, oh, it's Chelsea away again. Oh, the crowd <laughs> yeah, yeah. on top of it. And you mm. can't go there like that. I couldn't, agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more, Jason. And and the thing is, if players feel like that, they're not going to press, are they? And, and Spurs, no. and I suppose like many other clubs, but Tottenham especially, they play their best football when they press. They press yeah. when they 
players are on fire and they're pressing that ball and mm. putting teams like Chelsea, who, by the way, everybody says, oh, you'll never get past the passing. The passing's immaculate. The passing isn't immaculate. No, when Chelsea, 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 when, Chelsea when there is unbeatable. Them. And I must say to you again, you know, Tuchel and Lukaku, that relationship isn't going well there. You know, you, you've got people that are coming out saying they've got to find a, you've got to build it all around Lukaku. Then Tuchel saying he's not going to change the system for Lukaku. Well, the problem is when you spend a hundred million on a player, um, I think we probably all agree. I think Lukaku will probably be there longer than Tuchel at this rate, the way it's going there. I mean, again, it's it's one win in the last seven for Thomas Tuchel. And Chelsea have shown, despite winning the Champions League, that isn't always enough to keep you in a job. So I know he's really well thought of by Chelsea fans, Tuchel, don't get me wrong, but they've got to start getting wins. And, you know, Spurs have got a really good opportunity to go there and get a result. Right, conscious of time, guys. Let's get predictions and we'll go into the shit quiz. Uh, let's go to... <laughs> I laugh when I laugh when I say that. I look at Rich in the bottom corner thinking, handing over the reins. Rich, let's come to you first. Prediction, what are we going for? I'm going I'm to say a draw. I'll take a nil-nil draw there on we're Sunday. Gonna, we're going to park the bus? I'll, I'll, I'll take a nil-nil draw, a 1-1 one, one draw, and just go, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take a draw right now, please, Rick. And I think we, I think we can go there and get one. That's a building block. That okay. is a building block. That's a springboard to go off of. So I'm going to go. I'll go 1-1. One, one. I like that. Conservative 1-1 one, one from Rich. Sammy, let's come to you. What are you going for, Sam? I'm going to go 2-1. Um, Tottenham to score the first two goals and then Chelsea to score the second and give us all what Tottenham have to give us because we wouldn't <laughs> know we were Spurs fans otherwise, which is defibrillator moments <laughs> and heart attack moments. For the, for the remaining 30 minutes of no goals. That is a massive prediction, I know. But I think we'll go two ahead and then start start feeling the pressure, which is it wouldn't feel like home if Tottenham didn't do that to me. So. I love it. Fantastic. Jace, what are you going for? Please, Tottenham, don't go and lose your cojones when you go 1-0 down. Please don't mm. do that. Please go with belief. But like yeah. I say, Rick, I want to see us go with belief before yeah. I start predicting we'll go with belief, sadly. But, I, I, you know, Crackers is right. We have more than enough to get a result at Chelsea. Absolutely. The way Chelsea yeah. are in. The, the, the players should be shown buzzing tonight. in that dressing room now. Buzzing. They should be. They should be. Mm. But Kane's, Kane's got to turn up at Stamford Bridge as well because yeah. he doesn't have a great record at Stamford Bridge either, Harry Kane. So let's, let's go there with confidence, with belief. Mm. But more importantly, show that character if they score first. And please don't crumble like you always do there. Yeah, I yeah. want Conte to put last words to them players as they go out and go, lads, it's Chelsea. Like, yeah. like what was he's, done to us. He, he's do got that. to tell them that it's possible get, as well. Exactly. Because yeah. he exactly. did raise the white flag a little bit last time. Yeah. I, I, that was the concern of the Carabao Cup. I agree with you. But um, listen, we'll have to see. Big game at the bridge. We're back with you for post-match reaction straight after that. Right. It is that time of the show. There's a thousand uh, plus of you watching us live. Jason's checking the time, so you know what oh, time it is. Jordan knows minutes. what time it is. Jason knows what time it is. Sammy knows what time it is. It's shit quiz time. Let's hand over <laughs> to Richard Cracknell to close the last one on Spurs. <laughs> All right, there's over a thousand watching, but I'll soon whittle that down for you, Rick. Don't worry. It'll be, it's you almost could... like take me out there, drop it. <laughs> you, you, you could hold this in a phone box by the time I finish this. All right, okay. So, shit quiz time. But tonight, I've changed it a little bit, Jace. I've made it a little bit short and I've made it the shit game show 
tonight, okay? <laughs> so we're going for a little bit of game show. You'll remember play your cards, right, didn't you? Higher oh, yeah, we and do. lower. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> okay. And we all love Antonio Conte. We saw his passion tonight, didn't we? We did indeed. Uh, fantastic. With his with his wonderful Italian accent, isn't he? When he speaks, he's got, you know, he's like from central casting with that Italian accent. And we were playing Leicester this evening, yeah? Um, and then, of course... The spirit of Ajax this evening, Lucas Mora. So this evening we're gonna have a little more bit more of more and more. Exactly, more and more and more. We're not How do you like more it? More How do you Mora, like it? But we are gonna have okay the Italian version of play your cards right, which is called Lesta or Mora. Lesta or Mora. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Jesus and nothing for a pair in this game, a good a game, a good a game. All right? <laughs> so here we are. Look, a packet of cards. All right, Jace, Jace, you're actually doing this this evening. You can confer with the other lads. We're going to have one round of uh, of play your cards, right? Okay. <laughs> Five cards. See if you can get to higher or lower. Get to the fifth card and win. If you get to the if you get to the five cards, you get all the way through. We're going to win against Chelsea on Sunday. Okay. Ooh. So here's your base card. And don't forget, you can swap your card. All right. Yes. What's the prize that somebody just put up there? A Papa John's. All right. <laughs> if you don't get the five, it's a Domino's. And we all know what we think of them. Yeah. Are you ready? Okay. For Leicester or Amora. Okay. So your first card is a Jack. So is it a Leicester, Leicester. or a Mora? Leicester. Leicester. Okay. Leicester. And it is a. Seven, yes. There you go. So, seven. Would you like to change that card for Leicester or Amora? Leicester or Amora? We can change, change? that card. You, yeah, you we'll change. change. You, are, we change are we conferring? Okay. Are we conferring? Are we conferring? We can change I'm, I'm it sorry. to a queen. Oh, good change. Leicester or Amora? Leicester or Amora? Leicester. Leicester is a seven again. And you've got no change this time. King Hoddle saying lower. <laughs> then he's saying higher. Leicester or Amora. <laughs> Don't forget, this is for the win Sunday at Chelsea. This is all on you, Jason. Amora. 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 To dare is to do. It's a <laughs> yes. yes, get yes, in. This is your final so card. You can change it if you want. Lester or Amora. Lester or Amora, Jason. Oh, come on, Lester. come on. Lester. 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 Lester, this is for the win at the Stamford Bridge. Lester. It's a race. <laughs> yes, get in. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you this wasn't scripted. This has just actually happened. Wow. So, and there you go. There's your game show this evening. Leicester or Amora. Thank you very much. Good night. The wonderful Richard Cracknell. Rich, very quickly, um, you have got, um, I understand, is there tickets available for the Glen Hoddle event in Hertfordshire very quickly? Yes. Yeah, we've got quite a few events coming up. So check out at Mr Cracknell on the socials or at mrcracknell.com. And uh, yes, very pleased to announce I'm doing my own night. Uh, with Glenn Hoddle at Stevenage FC, April the 29th. Tickets still available, but there's also nights in Wales and I've got nights in Dartford, Chessington, Leatherhead, uh, Worcester. So there's loads and loads coming up with Chrissy Waddle and the Allen Cousins 
Um, yeah, so some really good nights. David Howes as well. So have a look on now. And tickets are still available for most of them. I think the um, Harry Redknapp night sold out and the Hoddle night in Hereford sold out. But everything else, there's some tickets and I'll put the posters up. So thank you very amazing. long. Come yeah. come along. Have a when's good your, evening. When's your Please night do. in Nigella? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be confirmed, TBC that one. Yeah, that's, just for purposes of the, uh, of the of the podcast, that's not live on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> With the oil boy. With the on, oil. <laughs> on that note, I think we will wrap it up and call it a night. Uh, my thanks to our esteemed panel for the entertainment over the course of the last hour and forty minutes. I love it. I want some more of there from Angel Matos. We'll be giving you more, more, more. Don't worry. There's loads more shows coming your way. We're actually back tomorrow if I want to. Jason's favourite. We've got a transfer special tomorrow. Oh. Mr. McQueen returning. We've got Martin Lipton, the great Martin Lipton, joining us. Hopefully some news on Oil Boy, fingers crossed, and some more you, coming our way. You didn't fancy me joining you for that one then, did you? Uh, I just kind of thought, Jace, at the moment. I'd, I'd, I'd have brought the Biffa bin to talk rubbish with you. <laughs> We'll be bringing those clips out on the best oh, bits of last one on Spurs. Wonderful. But honestly, um, listen, comments have gone mad tonight. Thank you so much again, guys, for all your support. And again, to the travelling fans that are coming back from the game, maybe watching us, unbelievable support for the boys tonight. You sang your hearts out. We heard you loud and clear. You were superb. Thank you so much for all your support. Um, absolutely sensational. Um, Mr. Sammy Powell, love you back, Sammy. You're back with us, I think, in a week's time. I think you're back with us for Southampton. So looking forward to having you back on, Sammy. Always a pleasure. Thanks, boys. Absolute pleasure. Loved it. I'm still buzzing. Don't know how I'm going to sleep tonight. think I might just have to put some baby oil on and slip into bed next to the missus who's fast asleep. <laughs> That'll be an interesting sight when she wakes up and she sees that coming up. I'll tell you, that one won't be on YouTube. I can tell you. I can tell you for Richard Walt was also requesting strip poker next week. That will definitely not be one of Richard Cracknell's uh, quizzes coming your way on YouTube for sure. Not at the moment anyway. And this stuff changes. We'll let you know on due course. Um, Jason McGovern, who's with us in stoppage time. Jason, thanks so much as always. Lovely to have you back on. You're back with us. I think for Southampton as well. Looking forward to it. I mean, yeah, I am. And I might just have a quick bet on Xhaka to get books. I like that. that I like to that. be the older of the day. Yeah. Um, we must say allegedly, allegedly, for the last one on Spurs purposes, copyrights. Got to be careful. Yeah. You never know where it, where it can end up. And the wonderful Richard Cracknell selling out Glenn, well, on the verge of selling out Glenn Hoddle and selling us out tonight. What a night, Rich. Thank you so much. <laughs> Always a pleasure. And look forward to having no, you back on with us as well. I think thank you week. for the invite along and thank you everybody that tuned in oh. and uh, and all the great comments that you put up. It's always yeah. brilliant to see everybody enjoying a fantastic evening. I don't know if Jason wants to see Leicester or Amara transfer shows. <laughs> so uh, follow that, Lee McQueen. All right. Okay. I, I like that. I like that. I've, Leave him I've, just got, I've just got the Arsenal medicine cabinet as well for all those injuries they've got. But... <laughs> Uh, yeah, fun, can you imagine if we'd have done yeah. that to them tonight on Sunday? Can you just oh, imagine? Oh, they've loaned two more out. They've loaned two more out. Done another Wonga deal. Loaned two more out, and they've got well, well, nobody else back. But suddenly they can play Liverpool minus Salah and Mane tomorrow. But they can't play a derby, eh? Honestly, no words for it. Allegedly, we'll leave the word allegedly up there just in case. Um, for. <laughs> For anybody allegedly, last one on Spurs. The last one Spurs allegedly on Arsenal. There you go. We are going to be back for that game as well. Don't you worry. But listen, from Sammy, from Jason, from the wonderful Richard Cracknell. Guys, thank you so much for all your support. We've been the last one on Spurs. We're back with you tomorrow. Thanks so much. Keep the faith. And as always, come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Come on you Spurs. Sports Social Podcast Network.
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.